you in your ear at least okay we can't use coming in your ear <laughs> mohammed not following him i'm sorry <laughs> sorry buddy i just i'm sorry I just, we just can't take the chance i on just you. god yeah. damn why what's the problem i don't have any alcohol <laughs> you gotta fucking make this shit happen pull yourself together motherfucker flammable than the liquid part and then you put it into like an enclosed position with an exit port yeah out of the window <laughs> with an egress route <laughs> that you happen to be standing in front of you dumb cunt i wish we could have seen her does anyone after. need a chart antifa <laughs> coming up got one <laughs> no like no eyebrows no eyelashes weave half burnt back <laughs> yeah, I was hot. Yeah. <laughs> the sound. The sound yeah, she the made. vacuum. <laughs> the sound she made when she hit oh. the other car, though. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the gasoline vapor sucking all the oxygen out of that it Sounded car. like that part out of backdraft. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. <laughs> and then she's like. Go. His I don't matter if that was my car next to it. You know he did. <laughs> Yeet! Yeet! You know that fucking car next to its paint was all fucking ripped. Gone. Open. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a perfect and impression a of an Antifa bitch. Like, yeah. like this. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> I would keep that on my car for the rest of my life. Yeah, you'd have to. Antifa was here. Yeah. So. Right here. I think it was just some really angry uh, black lady at her Maybe it was, boyfriend. Maybe yeah. Is what that was, I think. It was just like a... You trifling motherfucker, you. And she just... Yeah. Oh, your window's down, huh? Gonna get the gas. <laughs> it was just uh, curious timing yeah. with she everything should've... in the country that's going on. That made she should have sprung for the better. 101 octane. Yeah. <laughs> Burns a lot hotter. Yeah. Burns a lot faster. Yeah. It would have sent her through the fucking As my kids say, it was a big kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a bigger one. Yeah. 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 You also wouldn't see the flames much. No. The higher octane fuel. Yeah, because it would be like blue yeah. and also yeah. not there. Yeah. That's why they have uh that's why I have safety uh fire safety systems that are automatic on those big cars because yeah. alcohol and methanol you don't actually see the flame. Yeah. But yeah. it's hot. And it's yep. there. Burns a lot of stuff. Do you want to get into the F Dow? I do. Why did I say that like a British person? Yeah. Because we're going to have our piggies out, maybe? I don't like to get into the F, though. <clears throat> I've wanted to try these for a long time. Yeah? Yes, okay. I do. Yes, I do. Well, it's still a it's it's a mystery, much like I know, you the podcast that we have today still. It's not a conspiracy, but it's a mystery. Mystery, nonetheless. It's mysterious. Mystique. Never it's mind. cloaked in mystique, if you will. I will. <laughs> get it out I of the will. fridge, bud. It's in the beer fridge. Oh, okay. You'll be able to tell what it is. He's searching. He found them. <laughs> it's already mixed. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's like, do you need this? Do you need that? No, I don't, Serge. Grab me the goddamn drink. What? I mean, look how cool the cans are. Dude. These are dope. 
I wonder what kind of cola they make it with. I don't know. Are we talking RC? RC. Or are we I'd be talking pumped with if it was Coke? RC. What do you think it is? Do you think they make their own cola? No. Absolutely not. It's for so? sure like... Shasta? RC or Shasta. RC's good, though, but RC tastes more like Pepsi. Yeah. Than Coke. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe I just think that because the can's blue. <laughs> True. Yeah. Shasta Cola's pretty blue good, too, man. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Sure. So, yeah, so we got a pre-mixed canned Jack Daniels whiskey and cola. Seven percent. They look dope, though, huh? Did you buy them like per can or something? No, it was or? four pack. Oh, okay. All right. Should open that in the mic. Smells good. Smells like old it's like seven. perfectly mixed or something. Or it what? actually says that on the can. I don't know if you saw that, but it literally says a perfect mix of whiskey and cola. Yeah, right. Well, we're gonna find out. Perfectly mixed for who? For us or for college kids? Well, it's only 7%, so I'm going to say College kids. Let me take a picture. This thing is dope. I fucking dig the can, man. Yeah, I'm super into the can because it looks just like a Jack Daniels bottle, except it's a can. Mm -hmm. God, (laughs) that thing is sweet. It's really good. Yeah. Except that it's basically cola. We could put more in it. (laughs) That's the best part about this. Yeah. Is that we can just re-up. The worst part about it is that they're dumb expensive. Are they really? I don't really remember. (laughs) Just going off of probably what I think. I think they're about 10 bucks. For another 10, I can just buy a bottle of Jack and $3 for another, for a 12 pack. And I can have a bunch of Jack and Cokes. Yeah. They're very refreshing. Tastes like Coke. There's a little whiskey in there. But let me tell you, if it was Coke, it would say Jack and Coke. Absolutely. Right? I mean, you know for sure. That's why Coke's can't not say letting Coke. Jack and Coke's a weird thing. It's like the only drink in the world that, regardless of what whiskey it is and what cola it is, you always call it a Jack and Coke. <laughs> it transcends the actual drink itself. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, meaning that... Oh, it's I like, know what it means. Yeah. yeah. But you dug deep for that one. Yeah, yeah, it's like Midwest in the Midwest, if you guys aren't familiar, everybody calls soda Coke. Or pop. Everything is Coke. Like, from Indiana down... Indiana up, it's ball pop. Yeah, okay. But from Indiana, like Kentucky and all this, all like I need to go to the store and grab Coke. Oh, cool. You think? Well, I like Coke, and they bring home Dr Pepper or Sprite or whatever. Mm. It's just that's their name for Why soda. Why did you just say soda, stupid? Right. So that yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a weird deal. But yeah, Jack and Coke is like yeah. I mean, ham and cheese. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you literally could put, like, Maker's Mark and Shasta, and it'd be like, That's a, I got a Jack and Coke. Right. No one says whiskey and cola, except for this guy's, <laughs> except for Jack Daniels themselves. Hmm. It takes all the guesswork out of it, you know? Just crack it and drink. That's the best part. If they were cheaper and made a 12-pack, 
I'd be down. Yeah. yeah. Ten bucks for four of them, huh? The best part about it is... It's $2.50. It's not bad. I guess not. The best I mean, part about it is like... That's two drinks at a fucking bar. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. The best part about it is like... If they made a 12-pack... If they made a 12-pack for like 15 bucks mm-hmm. or like 18 bucks, mm-hmm. it'd be perfect for, <clears throat> for a lad like myself. Because when I make Jack and Cokes... It's mostly whiskey, and I'm like pretty good after three. Yeah, I could drink these all day long. Yeah, because it's like drinking an IPA, seven percent. It's beautiful. That's true. Yeah, they like it self monitors you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like having an ankle bracelet. It's like a, it's like having a slow drip. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I got it's you. like a feeder tube of Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I could, you gotta be real careful if you got the kiddos in the house, though. You know? Yeah, I go feel, to the fridge. I like, like, you're gonna have to put those <laughs> it somewhere else. just like a can of fucking. I mean, it's right. besides the fact that it's black and it says Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Um, Kid's not gonna just nope. go and grab a soda. It looks like and, a soda can. <laughs> and it's gonna taste like a soda at first. Yeah, I mean, they probably wouldn't. Well, would they? Yeah, they would. I don't know. My mouth is like <laughs> just taking a beating, you know? Yeah, it's. I mean, come on. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> yeah. Woo, well, I think it's time <clears throat> for the jerked meat, not Pete power hour. Giddy up. It's a good one. <laughs> We've revised it. After we, are we going to go? After, gonna... my, after my blunder. Are we going to go with that? Is that what it's called now? The jerked meat, not Pete power hour? It's pretty awesome. That takes I mean, some fucking, some oomph to say. Yeah, well, you know. I'm going to try and say that. After I've drinking a bunch more. Just to see. <laughs> the jerk meat, not meat pie. See? Yeah, it's already <laughs> Sorry, getting bad. It up. Already. Ooh. So this week's uh, jerk meat, not peat power hour is sponsored by... Jerk your meat, man. A lot of jerking meat going on in that whole sentence. Jerk your meat. The homie Laurent from Jerk Your Meat sent us uh, a little care package here of his... Uh, what would you call it? Staple flavor. Yeah, I like would the, consider. I would assume this was. That's what he said. He sent us our be, his bestseller, probably. Yeah, which is the smart uh, move. K Town spicy beef jerky. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. It does. Yeah. So Laurent, uh, I was talking with him a little bit. Um, should I give a little background on on uh, the company and such? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, first of all. Get to it, dude. Uh, what well, you got? No. I was going to say, like, he he, he really kind of, like, hammed it up when he sent this. Yeah, man. I mean, he sent us three bags you know, of the K-Town Spicy. He sent us like six or seven six koozies. koozies yeah. And two of them are in lime green. That's our colors. Everybody knows. He sent us, like, five or six stickers. Jerk Your Meat stickers. Then he sent us a freaking handwritten postcard. That's my That's favorite a Jerk part. Your Meat postcard. <clears throat> Which I think is amazing. Like it's, when people do swag, nobody does fucking postcards. <clears throat> but it's, it's more like a like a note card. It's like uh, it speaks to you on a personal level. Well, he does because he, he hand wrote this. He yeah. says he sent this to us. He says, "Hey fellas, please enjoy the jerky and koozies. Looking forward to laughing from your podcast. Keep it up, funny stuff, Laurent. P.S. Don't slip on more loop. <laughs> it happens, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just don't know what to tell you. Sometimes you slip on lube. Sometimes you jerk Pete. Right. You oh. can do both. <laughs> they go together. 
they go together like ham and cheese sandwich. And like Jack and Coke. Yeah. Tomato and grilled cheese. Sure. Or dipping your grilled cheese in tomato soup. That's what I meant. I know. I was just going to help you out there, bud. Yeah. Well, so Laurent, uh, <clears throat> he started this jerky company. He worked um, over 10 years as a uh, at a um, nightclub in New York City. Okay. But commuted from upstate New York. God damn. So he said he was getting off every morning at like 5 or 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then having to drive back to upstate New York. And he was drinking like two or three power drinks on the way. That's not an easy free drive. Time. Probably. Uh, probably not. Probably especially yeah. not after you've been in a nightclub all night. Like, yeah. can you imagine like in your head still like... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no. Not good. So he found himself drinking all these power drinks, and we all know that's bad for you. So he uh, started buying jerky and found that kept him awake even better. Chewing oh, on really? something. Then he was like... But all this jerky sucks, sucks. at yeah. gas stations, so he started making his own, man. We're finding that to be a pretty common denominator yeah. with our uh, craft jerky line that yeah. we've got going right now as far as everybody sending us. And which is, I mean, that's what, that's kinda, what made us start doing this. the American this. dream anyway, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you get tired of listening to the same old shit, tasting the same old shit, mm-hmm. and you know that you can do it better, and you decide to fucking do it. Absolutely. So, shout out to you, brother. I'm curious what awesome. part of upstate New York he's uh, from. He sent it. Um, I wasn't going to try and remember the name, but um, I will tell you because I have it right here. Uh, Livingston Manor. Mm. Don't know where that's at. Small rural country. Count, county? Upstate. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> rural country town in upstate New York. Man, I am just terrible at that. Um. Yeah, I I think that so far out of like everything I've seen, he's got the best name. He's definitely got the best name. Jerky or meat? <laughs> he says that 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 uh, when he started up and that was a name, he he had made mention that uh, the name of the company kind of gave him a good boost, which I could imagine it would because it's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, this dude's drive was no joke, man. Two hours. Yeah. And that's kind of right. That's probably like going into Midtown Manhattan, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? So, like, I don't, I mean, from what I remember, I would say most of the nightclubs are going Midtown to South Manhattan. Don't know. Not much going on in the northern part of that island. So, well, let's get into this fucking review, man. Uh, he sent us the K Town spicy beef jerky. Um, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna royally fuck this up. <laughs> it's a Korean Samjang marinade. Double S A M J A N G Samjang. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna even try. <laughs> it's made out of 100 USDA grass fed <clears throat> beef. It's marinated for 48 hours. I dig the grass fed stuff. That's yeah. Cool. I mean. It's just going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, the marinade's a fermented bean paste, which we talked about when we first got it, and I was reading you what it was about. Mm-hmm. That I feel like that was like, I never had... Soybean. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, the ingredients... Yeah, because it's soybean paste, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's their staple flavor, is what the website says. If okay. you like the beef. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so uh, my question to you, if you know the answer, is this is two ounces. Is that what he this sells? This is a two ounce. He sells this them is... in threes. Okay. Um, let me get back to you. I got some more info for you guys. Um, I dig the Best Buy date. Yeah, that's nice. He's at a – real quick. He's at uh, Jerk Your Meat on Instagram. And, at uh, Jerk Your Meat. At Jerk Your Meat and then jerkyourmeat.com also. You can order everything online. He's got all the merch online too. He's got all kinds of good stuff. And uh, he has um, three flavors. Mm-hmm. And he also does a monthly jerky box for 19 bucks, which I think is actually a pretty good deal. Um, so he has the K-Town Spicy, which is their staple flavor. He has a Red Tang Chicken Jerky. Which I think would be pretty interesting. And then he has a spicy pineapple party jerky, which is actually vegan. It's dried pineapple and seasoned like beef jerky. No shit. Yeah. Damn. So, um, what do your boys in New York think about that, bud? What? <laughs> I'm just wondering, like. Not a lot of people doing vegan jerky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, anyways, back to that. Uh, it's fucking rad. The three other three ounce packages that he um, sells. Yeah. And right now he just does three ounce packages. They're eight bucks. Oh, okay. Um, he's gonna be going to also uh, offering a twelve ounce package for twenty eight. Hmm. Um. We'll put all this stuff up on the link yeah, in our bio. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Starting today, Friday. Um. So you want to talk go. about the giveaway right now? Well, I kind of we... I kind of hinted at it on the whole insta jizzle. The Insta Jizzle? Yeah, well, we're going to start uh, this week's giveaway. Yeah, starting today. today and it's we will be, be announcing a winner of last week's and starting yeah. a new one. Yeah. Because old Laurent, the good homie he is, is going to be hooking you guys up. He's going to be sending us two packs of all three of those jerkies. You guys are getting six bags six of jerkies. Six bags of jerkies, two koozies, and he's going to mm-hmm. throw in a bunch of stickers, too. And the stickers say jerk your meat. And I think it's amazing. You just put them on everything. <laughs> Especially yeah. if people don't know if it's a jerky company. Just put them on. What the best part about the sticker is, it just says jerk your meat. It doesn't have any. Like jerk your meat, beef jerky. Yeah, it doesn't say like... anything about it. doesn't even have a website, which I just think is fucking amazing. Like, it's just, just it's just like, meat. listen, pal, this is it. Yeah. Jerk your meat. Put it and on if you everything. decide to, to Google jerk your meat, God save you. <laughs> but possibly his company will eventually come up. I think it does. But, but it's amazing. Again, second week in a row, don't go to Pornhub and type in jerk your meat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, definitely don't do that. Bagable. <laughs> what is it with fucking jerky companies yeah. and having bad Pornhub searches? But here's the thing. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, it is. Because here's the thing about jerky company. Like, it is, it is like a green light yeah. to just get suicidal with the name (laughs) just to get downright bad Mm -hmm. i love it and i i just think uh lamont you took it to the next level and i fucking love it i love that that's all the stickers say what is it really koozies too (laughs) it's amazing so good i mean we gotta talk to these cats about like where they get their koozies i know because we need to get koozies yeah smell good i dig it <laughs> uh let's start this review bud let's do it. um we're gonna review this one uh just for um just for reference he said he's gonna be redoing this packaging oh yeah this is his start off packaging and he's gonna be going to something a little more detailed um, i like it once I, again i like well, it too 
We'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it, but um, he's going to be doing something. He's uh, It's a little more in-depth. Got the nutritional facts on here. Which yeah, I, I dig that on the deal. back. There's a big thing with his nutritional facts. You know, um, for, for you fucking Sally's that have uh, soy and soy? nut <laughs> soy and allergies, it tells you. Yeah. So you guys can steer clear the this particular soy one. Nuts. Yeah. But <laughs> this guy's right. Who would have thought you'd get a nut when you jerk your meat? Seriously. <laughs> Fucking low-hanging fruit, my man. Sorry, buddy. That I had to. Low-hanging fruit. I'm just saying. Um, again, this one's in that like uh, brown paper sack. This one's more like Manila colored, though. Yeah. So for the first uh, second week, you know, they they have these this cool packaging. I dig it. With the window. Got the sticker again. Mm-hmm. It's not centered, Lamont. Come on, buddy. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I know he put. Can you yeah. imagine how many of these he stickers? <laughs> Imagine how much of an asshole we sound like I know. We're doing shit like that. Hey, you know this. what's funny though? Like I was thinking the exact same thing right before he said I was like, that sticker ain't center. Yeah. It's like But, but he you know did what? this for us. Because these are two ounce ones. Yeah, and you know what? I mean I'm assuming those are three that he sells on like Yeah, so it's like you know. Man. We're being an asshole about it. Probably. We haven't even tasted it yet. I know. I mean we gotta we gotta basically give the same Well yeah. Well, like I said, like like he told me in the email, he's uh working on custom packaging. This is, is kind of just like a. This was his first uh, go. Uh, this was his first packaging, so he just rolled sure. with that for now. It's the same, it's basically the same deal, kind of that same lunch bag with the sticker that just says "Jerk Your Meat," which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Except he took it. Uh, he's got the flavor um, on a printed sticker along with the ingredients and a Best Buy date on the front and on the back, nutrition facts. So, I think that's cool windowed yeah, I again like, i like just it. looking at this jerky through the window like it's mm-hmm. the, th- the thickness that i really enjoy it's like thin presentation i mean presentation gotta I'm, be the same right four yeah i'm looking at a four i mean just because look i think that we can't we're not gonna we don't give oh like and half. I, can't, I can't give you a five bud well yeah i mean i just can't fives are but if you come out with some dope custom packaging Sky's the limit. And by sky, I mean one more point. No, I think it's four because I really fucking dig these like brown paper bag things. I don't know what it is, but I like it. What about you, bud? I love them because it's uh, it's not your – like you go to the fucking gas station, you get jerky, and it's just like this fucking weird plastic bag. Yeah, and you it's know? got a shitty Ziploc. Yeah, and it's just uh, – I mean it's, you know – I like this because it's like we. I think last week I said the same. It's like rustic. It's yeah. just kind of like it makes like if I walked through aisles on a store and I was looking for jerky. If I saw this Be package, like, I would buy this. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. I would buy this because it just looks cooler. Now and he I'm, doesn't have the name of it printed, like the last one we reviewed, but he does have the ingredient, a little more information, which yeah. is kind of what we were looking for. That's why I'm giving it a four. Yeah, uh, same. because what he, what you know, like Bagable Cassidy had stuff printed. You know, like it. It was yeah, and we've seen it on other jerky too. Yeah, so it was cool. But um, on those particular packages, she didn't have ingredients and stuff like that. Right. And I still, I'm I'm almost hundred percent sure it's because they were samples. those were samples specifically for us. Yeah. Um, and you know, and she like. 
Lamont didn't know that we were going to be fucking assholes and say like, well, <laughs> the fucking stickers. Lamont's like, fuck these guys. Like one inch over here and then one and a half on the other side. It's not really centered. Like <laughs> Lamont's like sitting in his car right now like this fucking guy. Yeah. I, that was a terrible. That was stupid. Terrible New York accent. I want to taste accent. it. Yes, please. So we're on four on presentation. Yeah. I like it. I'm very Both, comfortable. Mostly with that because too. I just love these fucking brown paper bags. And they're dude. super easy to open, which is dope. Yeah. Which is unlike most fucking jerky bags, which are like just like weird. It's got one of those um, moisture packs. Mm-hmm. I don't see a toothpick though. Laurent. It's a jerky combo. I, hi- I highly suggest putting a toothpick in there. <laughs> like I know that sounds fucking stupid But like Or a prison flosser To me That changed the game It does man Especially like Okay And Laurent I think you can I'm, think I'm you calling can, him Lamont You're calling him Laurent It's Laurent What a fucking dick Yeah you're an asshole Wow sorry bro <clears throat> Anyways I'm bad Listen like I think I feel like You can relate to this If you pick this up at the gas station In your car To make a road trip and you eat this bag of jerky, and you got shit in your teeth. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Well. Okay. So for the out? last forty-two years of my life yeah. that I've been eating jerky, which is not really the case, I've had the and I've I've not ever had an answer to that question until like the last two weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I've never seen anything in a bag until the last couple weeks, where we saw the prison flossers in one and the fucking. Yeah, and the fucking toothpick. And Cassie's toothpick. I think it's a bitchin' idea. I think it's one of those ideas that, like, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. The fucking cut. I mean, this this motherfuckers are paper thin. Yeah. Very much so. Are you going? Are you going in for it? Mm -hmm. All right, let's do it. Man, that fibrous tear. Not chewing in the mic, not chewing in the mic. Hmm. What is that? I don't know. That's soybean paste? I don't know what soybean paste tastes like. Or fermented bean paste for that matter. The um, the cut's just how I like it. The um, the texture's right on too, like the super fibrousness. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. Um, dude, I'm not. I I don't pick up any spice. Zero. Yeah. Like, and I'm looking. We ran into this before too, talking about spicy jerky. That like where the spice isn't like the the front runner of the flavor, and right. you get no spice almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird that I'm not getting. I'm not even getting like the. The initial, like headbutt of it. Uh-uh. Hmm. Again, 
Like, I don't even see. Let me see. I don't know what's making it spicy. Like, what's supposed to make it spicy? I'm assuming it's the fermented bean paste. It's, it says it's got red peppers in it. I just get no spice. That's a bummer. I like the spice. I like the taste. No, it's no, it's it's different. Again, it. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. It's um. It doesn't taste like any jerky I've ever had before. And if we were just to call this K-Town jerky, which is Koreatown, um, I don't think I would have a problem at all. Man. The texture, though. The texture and the cut and the it's chew the is, shit. is like, I mean, I don't think it gets much better. Mm-mm. Honestly, that's like the jerky cut that I live for. Yeah, you can see through it almost. Yeah, really thin, mm-hmm. which I which gives it that that perfect texture. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a five for sure. My only real problem is that there's no spice that I'm getting at all. Um, <clears throat> what do we got now? What's the, what's this? I'm I'm lost trying to look, think what this tastes like. Texture first. I don't. That's I mean, a five. Yeah, that's a five. Yeah, that's a five. It's a five for sure. Yeah. Taste. I don't know, man. I, I uh, zero spice. Like, if we're just being completely real, no spice. I've had three pieces yeah. now, and I couldn't tell you I ate anything spicy. Like not now, even. yes, you're right. Okay, I I I don't have anything. Not anything in the back of my throat, which is no, un, which is not nothing. common. Like I like stuff in the back. Never mind. <clears throat> um, I'm doing it. <laughs> Gay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like no initial while you're eating it, and there's nothing at the, at the end when you're done. Right. Um. I don't know what that taste is that I'm it's tasting. It's got to be that fermented bean paste because I've never had fermented bean paste. Mm-mm. But if that's what it tastes like, it tastes pretty good. This shit, like, first of all, spice or no spice, all three of these bags are going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. You can't eat that one. I promise that one to the wife. That one. Yeah. We'll eat these two. Right. She was is that really all upset we got? She hasn't drank three? any. Haven't yeah. had any of our jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's cool. Sorry. Do you do a review? Mm. It's super good, bro. No, it's I fucking like good. It a bunch. But we we found this with every jerky we've had that had this flavor, and it's also spicy. Except for last week. The teriyaki. The last week we had a. Teriyaki, sweet uh, and spicy. Sweet and spicy teriyaki. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of spice there. But there was. There was some. Right. And we wanted more. We, well, we're yeah, we we require more spice than probably most humans. Maybe. But also that it did ha- have spice. Yeah. This doesn't. We made. I think that we've made the note that if you're gonna put spicy in the name, spicy better be there. Yeah, definitely. That's my opinion. Now, if you're just, I mean, the flavor of this jerky is, it's a home run. I mean, it is a bang up job. It's super different. I think it's a bang up job because it's so different. 
I'm I've never had any. <laughs> There's anything a okay, that so like maybe, he can, maybe he can. Maybe uh, he can. I hope he can. He can so shed, shed some light, some light on light. this. Um, but there's almost a pastiness to it, like like a graininess. Yeah. And that's for sure the beans. Because beans are by nature, when you smash them, they, they have like that yeah. kind of... I feel you. That graininess, that kind of like Can pasty... You guys hear this? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Dude, that sounded amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's a knockout flavor. I just want the spice that's promised to be on the bag. <laughs> you know so for taste judging in a category where we're judging off the manufacturer specs I expected this to be Korean flavored spicy beef jerky you got the Korea flavor I think <laughs> I don't know like I said I don't know I'm assuming that's what it tastes like Korea flavor tastes good but you missed the mark on the spice where are you at on that, man? I'm at a two or a three. I haven't decided which. I'm just gonna, I'm like I want to, I want to call it a three because it is very good. Here's why I want to call it a three because I've never tasted anything like it before. Right. And I have tasted some shit. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's fucking original. Oh God, it's good, dude. Do you know any fermented bean paste jerky out there? No, I don't. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I'm stoked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked to share it with the kids. Yeah. Three? You know what? What? I'm starting to get a little bit in the back of my throat. I thought it was just the Jack Daniels. See, that's what I thought, too. So That's terrible. We shouldn't be too It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so... We'll call it a three. I'm giving it a three. I'm overall. Good. Now we got to go overall. Overall. Well, you missed the brownie points for the toothpick that I'm still looking for in the bottom. <laughs> just, to ma- just to make sure <laughs> yeah. it's not there. Yeah, because well, I don't want to say it's not there and then have it be like stuck to the side somewhere and you'd be like, you guys fucking suck. I hate you. Your podcast is dog shit. Because there is a toothpick in there, but there isn't. Do that for me. You get at least an extra point or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, um, I'll, I dig the packaging. I fucking love the texture and the chew. I love the fibrous tear. I love that I've never tasted anything like it before. Mm-hmm. I don't love that it's not spicy and it says it is. What are you on that, bud? <laughs> that was my rundown. All of that. Um, I love the Best Buy date. I think that's rad. Does it seem like it's kind of short? Well. Isn't beef jerky good for a long maybe. time? But I like the fact that it is because it gives, It's also a best buy date and not an expiration date. Right. But I, I like the idea of it not being nuclear. You know, the idea that you can fucking have it in your shelf for five fucking years and eat it. Right. You know like it's not, Yeah. You're not going to get radiation poisoning if you right. eat this. I feel like... Uh, I, I like that, you know. No, I I, I I dig it. I think uh I'm in the I'm in the six or seven range. Yeah for overall. I, I dig I also dig his story, kinda where he's coming from. But that's yeah, not really what we're judging I, here. No it is. Absolutely it is. It is an overall category. Yeah, and he was uh 
also nice enough to send the note, which I dig. Handwritten. Which gives me... That gives you points. A bunch of fucking Obviously, koozies. all this gives... He even asked me what color koozies we wanted. You know that? Yeah, I mean, He was come like, on, what man. color koozies you want? And I was like, well, our label's like green. Mm-hmm. So he sent two different colors of green and black. Yeah. So, I mean, so that being said, I can't, seven. I can't give the kid a six. Yeah, Gotta do. Seven. Gotta go seven. Yeah. yeah. It just can't give you an eight because there's no toothpick. There's no toothpick. He's like, motherfucker. He's like, sweet job, Caleb, for not putting the fucking toothpicks in the bag, you <laughs> yeah. jerk off. Yeah. yeah. Bro, go to Smart and Final, fart and smile. Grab the fucking 10 million pack of yeah, individually wrapped toothpicks. There. Just order it on Amazon. Do that then. He's like, <clears throat> he's like Smart and Final Farts, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Oh, fuck. Um, and just put one in every bag. It right now he's yelling volumes. at Right now he's yelling at a kid named Trevor <laughs> for not putting... <laughs> For not having the Are idea. Are you fucking serious? It's yeah. just like, it's like, jerker meat has got you covered. Right. That's what it says when you put a toothpick in the bag. That's what I'm saying. Jerker yeah. meat's thinking about you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's got the silicone condom thing going on in there. Yeah. You know? Dry and dry. Silica balls. Yep. So we're going with a seven, which brings a grand total to a 19. If we would have had a toothpick, we would have had a, we would have had a twenty jerky. Yeah, I'm super interested <laughs> in tasting the other flavors that he has. Same Z's. He's gonna send us. I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast because you guys aren't fucking getting it because you're not special enough. But yeah. um, he's sending us um, some of his bacon jerky, which he refers to as crack. Now I'm not sure if that was a descriptive word or if that was like something he actually calls it. Yeah, I don't know if that's a New York thing, but like. If, I don't think so. If you were Maybe. like describe something to eat as crack, I think it was probably pretty good. Yeah, I would think that that would be like uh, the equivalent of um, dank of uh, Jack in the Box after coming back from a club, or you're just drunk. Gotcha. And you are um, going to that menu. Yeah. Because some of that shit on that menu is crack. You're right. It's the yeah. tacos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the junior bacon you, cheeseburgers. Yeah. The JBCs. That also. Um. What was I saying? And the egg right. rice. But, yeah. They don't do rice after 10 o'clock, though. They turn off the rice cooker. It doesn't work after 10. It's a vampire. Reverse. No shit. It's like a gremlin? No, Terry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't get water on it either. Right. Um, He doesn't sell the uh, the bacon jerky crack. The crack bacon jerky. Yeah, bacon, sure. Bacon jerky. That's, bacon jerky referred to as crack. crack. <laughs> yeah. He's having, uh, he's trying, they're trying to figure out the, um, the bacon fat problem and giving it a good shelf life because it's going to go rancid. But we're going to get it. <laughs> we promise uh, we'll blow into the mics so yeah. that you guys can smell it. Yeah, that works. We can kind of do it as like a bonus. Like, we're not going to review it. We'll just fucking eat it and tell you guys it's good or not. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's bacon. It's not possible it's not good. It's bacon. It's bacon. I know. Even turkey bacon is good. What about tofu bacon? Me and you have different opinions on turkey bacon. I love turkey bacon. I just think it's an imposter. It's not really bacon, though. Yep, I know. It's like thinly sliced paste turkey pushed into a form that you microwave the fuck out of, and and it makes it crunchy. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, 
Again, jerkyourmeat.com. To order and at jerkyourmeat on Instagram. Get a hold of them, but probably best Eight way. Eight bucks for a bag. You Eight bucks for a bag, or you can get the Jerky subscription, 19 bucks. $19. Yeah. Yeah, that the is jerky and cool. let me give you a little. Let me give you a little little something. See, I Google jerk your meat and it he comes up right away, so that's good. I like it. For reference, would you like me to go to Pornhub and type in jerk your meat? Not right now, okay? Because we have uh, we have some good shit to get into, okay? But possibly on your own by yourself. <laughs> so you can get the K Town box, the Red Tan box, lube. or the pineapple box. Um, mm. Okay. Or a mix box. So you get the K-Town box, you get three bags. Three bags of the red tan. If you get the pineapple, which is the vegan one, you get four packs. The mix is one, one, and then two of the pineapple. Mm. Um, so, I mean, you're getting... I mean, there's no reason not to do the mixed, right? Do If you're going to get the subscription, do the mixed first. Figure out which one you like. Yeah. And then go with that box. What I really like about this dude... Uh, and his business model, and each box comes <clears throat> with stickers. <clears throat> is uh, it's amazing that he pushes the stickers so hard because it's awesome. Well, fuck yeah, I would too. Uh, there's there's like two theories on how to run a successful business. Still one of them, looking. one of them is, <laughs> one of them is fall in line. Make something good, and uh, be competitive and market the shit out of it. Uh-huh. Right. The other one is, and what I like about him is he all three, rather four, because of the bacon jerky, are all things that really I've never heard of before. He went with a chicken jerky. Crazy. He went with this K-Town spicy beef jerky. Look, the man's got balls. And that's kind of where I'm going with it. It's like he could have just thrown out some random. Teriyaki, peppered, and original. Right. And probably would have done really well because. It's jerky and it's craft. Well, because he, you know, cuts it thin. The way he does it is good. He's got the makings of the best jerky. Right. But instead, he goes way outside look the man the opened up a fucking started a jerky company and went with a fermented bean paste jerky a chicken jerky and a vegan jerky <laughs> that is and to bring it full circle back to america a bacon jerky <laughs> yep that you guys can't have but we can yeah we're gonna throw maybe someday all the time. he'll be a chemist and he'll figure out how to right. make bacon so fat, not rancid so quickly he get he gets some points from me for doing that because uh, that could have been that that takes a fucking bunch of balls. Yeah. That yeah, big balls. Yeah. So you're the shit, dude. Like that. That's cool to me because mm-hmm. that's how we roll. Fuck yeah. I mean, all gas, no brakes, baby. <laughs> that's right. I don't know you what know. a brake pedal is. Yeah. So that's cool, man. I, we appreciate that. It didn't. You didn't lose that on us. Not for not sure. Not even the slightest. So, well, that pack's done. We'll have to finish this next pack as uh, we talk about this week's conspiracy. Yeah. Now, before we get into that, do we want to want to give the kids the turkey some funny, like a funny little like a Uncle Joe's corner yeah. first? 
And that way we so, can just super concentrate on this. I can do like your daughter. Yeah. So. so yeah. So my daughter's two and a half years old, and she reads out loud books, and it's hilarious. I can barely and, read right now. I know. And every time uh, she just, turns the page. We just told them this. She says, so. Oh, I didn't know we were recording. Yeah, I was. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, there you go. So, so, so you already know. Uncle Joe's corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for telling us again, though. Appreciate yeah, well, that. Fuck it. I'm Drink proud dad. By the way, hold on. I gotta put. I gotta do the official sticker on the page. Any of you jerky companies listening that want to send us jerky, if you don't send me a sticker, I'm gonna be upset because I have to put a sticker on the review page. Right. And so does my co-host Paul. Right. Which um. This do. page of the review is now dubbed the Jerk Your Meat page. Got him. Good job, Laurent. You did a bang up job, sir. Dig it. And I'm gonna keep your postcard too. Damn, I should have fucking. Think I can tape that there? No, you don't want to put that there. You want to keep that separate. Okay. Yeah, you want to keep. It you want to. You want to keep that separate and put it up on the wall. Keeping your postcard because it really touches my soul and my balls. Uh, well, your soul is on your balls. Mine your is. Balls. Inside. So here we go. Uncle Joe's. Oh, shit. I forgot. We're doing Uncle Joe's Corner. Uncle Joe's Corner, man. Yeah, we done jerked meat, not Unky. Pete, and now we're going to do Uncle Joe's Corner. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, we forgot last week. What does Uncle Joe have to say to us this well, week, Let me Paul? tell you. This guy. Is it this one? Yep. It is. Here we go. You had people like Margaret Thatcher, excuse me, you had people like the, the former chairman and leader of the party in in Germany. The fuck? What? Are you referring to... Margaret Thatcher's being from Germany? She's, was she the the dude running Germany? Absolutely or? not. Well, wasn't pretty dude. sure it was... Or run Germany. Yeah. Pretty sure he might have been referring to... Adolf? Yeah. <laughs> was he? Well, I don't know. Play it again. Why did he start with Margaret Thatcher? I don't know. This guy is She's fucking... like a revered person over there. Right. One more time. You had people like Margaret Thatcher... Excuse me. You had people like the, the former chairman and leader of the party in in Germany. The former leader and chairman of the party in Germany. Are we talking like right now or like 1940s Germany? <laughs> First of all, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. This guy, I don't get it. I don't get it Today, at all. Junior. Yeah. I, that's one of the ones that's so bad that I, I don't know what to say. I can't it's, even laugh at it because it's like, it's well, really know, hard. It was really, yeah. And honestly, man, in hindsight, I probably should have. Uh, no, no, no. That's perfect. Had some, some backstory on that one. Yeah. Nope. We but get not it. Really. We all it get it matter. by now. I mean, that's all, yeah. you know. It'd be one thing if you were afraid of public speaking. But, sir, you're a senator and running for president. I feel like sometimes that um, the teleprompter dude is fucking with him. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like, like it would put be a bunch such of a better story. It'd be such a better story if that's actually if what we just was going found on. Out that he's got an asshole teleprompter. But it's absolutely not. Yeah, no, it's not. It's him. You're watching a person actually lose their mind. It's it's. I'll say it every in time. Front it's of fucking us. sad. It You're is literally watching someone's brain deteriorate on TV. Right. This is the guy you want as the free le- yeah. as the leader of the free world. And you expect him to run the country? Wow. Your plan is to blackmail this person. Mm. Good luck. 
Hard to blackmail somebody that's going to forget who the fuck you are tomorrow. I was just, that was my uh, Batman reference. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I can tell Two stories. Two weeks in a row. I can tell stories twice too, bud. Yeah, fuck. I mean, we can all say stupid shit. You know? White Claw's awesome. It's life. Chocolate pudding. Yeah. Blue sky. Yeah. These are all examples of shit that just gets pulled out of our fucking brain. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Well, Joe does it. Does it, you a know, lot. all the time. Are we going to get into this? Because this is going to take a minute. Yeah, this is going to be a, a weird one. This is a weird one for me. Because I was living in Colorado at the time. I was a senior in high school. Yeah. I've, t- I've I literally, break. like, this is a high school fucking. Yeah. Fucking, what yeah. do you call those things? Presentation? No. Yeah. Essay. Essay, yeah. It's like over a thousand words. Okay, well, good for you, man. Good job. Way to get back to it. You know what I mean? It's like almost six pages long. And Boulder's like only like 40 minutes from where I grew up. Yeah. So. This sets home a little bit for you. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about <clears throat> is the murder of one Joan Benet Ramsey to continue the conspiracy podcast. Is it really a conspiracy or is it like a mystery? Well, there's some conspiracy there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there's going on there. But yeah, it would absolutely, it's a conspiracy in the sense that. There is multiple opinions by a bunch of different people on who actually who done it. No, yeah, we can start it off by saying nobody it's ever was still like, unsolved. Yeah. yeah, how would you sum this up? Like, if you were just like, if someone came up to you and was like, "Give me the fucking bare bones," sum up John Benet Ramsey case. Terrible police work. <laughs> that is the bare. You're right. That's the bones of it. One hundred percent. There are some. I kind of meant. There are some teaching moments. I kind of meant like, like, how would you sum up the case without giving much detail? Uh, A six-year-old was murdered in her own home, and no one knew anything. Yeah, it was. Or did they? Or yeah, I mean, which I listened to a podcast. I'm not gonna lie. About on this subject. Which one did you listen to? Did you listen to the one I, that I listened to? I, I don't know. Okay. It was two hours long. That's what mine was, too. I don't think it was the same one, man. It was really hard for me to even listen to it because these guys bad. were, like, so monotone. Was it a there guy was and two a girl? fellas. No. Oh, okay. That doesn't matter. Okay. We're going to get on with this. Yeah, go. Um, if, <clears throat> Like I said, guys, I have six pages of notes here. so if We're going to get to all six of them. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if it seems like I'm out of fucking place with any of this or out of timeline it's because i am okay Okay? it's a lot i know enough that i can probably yeah absolutely so the ramsey family Mm -hmm. we have father john Mm -hmm. mother patsy and brother burke uh burke is nine years old at the time at the time 96 96 joan benet which i'm just gonna refer to as joan I'm not going to say that every time. Is six years old. Mm-hmm. They are living in Boulder, Colorado. They recently and prior lived in Hotlanta. They had moved to Boulder six months prior to her murder, which took place Christmas. The day after Christmas. Yeah, well, well, Christmas night, 1996. Right. We obviously don't know when. So... Is there anything you got there, bud? You good so far? Yeah, I mean, uh, they lived in Marietta, Georgia. 
Uh, they moved to which now weirdly enough they is moved about ten minutes because from my kid's house. But John, the father, had a company. It was called Access Graphics, mm-hmm. which was purchased. This is what I think is also kind of interesting. It was purchased by defense contractors Lockheed Martin. <laughs> they bought them out and moved the business to Colorado. So mm-hmm. John picks up, moves his family to Colorado, and he just got fucking paid. Yeah, I believe uh, the year before they had done about a billion dollars. Yeah. So which is crazy. He They have a massive house in Boulder, mm-hmm. Colorado. It's four stories, which <clears throat> includes the basement. Yeah. Every house in Colorado has a basement. Just so everybody knows, if you're not from Colorado, don't understand like the Midwest kind of area. Yeah. It's... Every house yeah. has a basement. So it's three stories in a basement. Mm-hmm. So um, this is interesting. Uh, I'm gonna 7,000 square feet. Yeah, basement. massive. Including the basement, 7,000 square feet. one of those? What? Yeah, no, yeah, there's more. Get them. Okay. Um, I wanted to make this point because I think this is kind of important. The sleeping arrangements inside this fucking mansion. Okay. The parents sleep on the third floor, which is the top floor. I'm glad you're getting to this, by the way, because it's weird. Their six-year-old daughter, Joan, sleeps on the second floor. Okay. Perhaps the, o- the only bedroom on the third floor is the master. Could be. Possibly. I don't know. And then their son, Burke, sleeps on the first floor. Does it seem kind of dumb that you're going to put your kids on different floors? Like, n- not only different floors than you, but... On separate floors altogether? Was there not another bedroom on the second floor? 7,000 square feet. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> what else is on the second floor? Or third floor. Yeah. Or first floor. Besides, you know, your normal kitchen, living room, dining room kind of setup. Right. Um, I thought that was weird. I have a real problem <laughs> with having my kids... Closer to the front door than you? Yep. Yeah. Or on a different floor than me. Like if it's below me. Yeah. I understand that like sometimes the kids' rooms are up front. It sucks. It honestly does. Yeah, mine yeah, mine were Yeah, but that's the way it works. Sometimes. But having your kids on a different floor and two separate floors seems dumb. Maybe they got to pick their rooms and that's how it landed. Uh, is the dog wagging the tail in this family? They're fucking seven at six and nine. Yeah, I know. Guess what? You're fucking living right there. And you, you little shit. Fa- you're sitting, you're over there. Yeah. Period. Okay. Pick out whatever room in the house you want. As long as it's that one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or any on this floor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Again, that, that hit me. Unfortunately, different. like I don't have the layout of the home, but it's super I'm sure weird. I could have found that and I dropped the ball. Well, it's, it is what it is, but the point is, like, you got a 7,000-square-foot home. There's more than one fucking room on each floor, yeah, okay? Yeah, there has to be. The master bedroom does not sit on 1,500 square well, feet. Well, the 7,000-square-foot home is not a three-bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So I have a problem with that. <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's pertinent, but I have a problem with it. You know what it's I mean? It's super convenient yeah. for someone that wants to steal a kid and or, in this case, murder him. Yeah. Because you're never going to fucking hear it if you're above the room. Yeah, you're, you're right. So My kids are above my... If my kids are above my room, at least I hear creaks and rattles and rolls and shit. Yeah. Okay? Little backstory, and I mean very little, on Joan Bonet. Um, She was a pageant girl. And I think that got a lot of 
well, this whole case got a little lot of bad rap in the media, but I think that was one of the things that really started off the parents on a bad foot was the whole pageant girl thing. Yeah, but Patsy was... that. Yeah, her mother was also a pageant girl. Yeah. And her mother actually got a stage four ovarian cancer and beat it. And it was after that that she was trying to get... Uh, Joan Bonet into pageants like she was because that was something that she wanted to do. So she started pushing for that after she beat ovarian stage four ovarian cancer. That's pretty crazy. That I yeah, didn't, I didn't know that. The survival rate <laughs> super low. Yeah, especially in '96 or well, probably more like '94, '95. Yeah, because um, she didn't start her uh, pageant career, if you want to call it that, until they got to Colorado. Right. So it really hasn't been that long. And like immediately won. Yeah, one like, like Miss Colorado. Yeah, crazy. For her age group. Yeah. Wild. Dude. She was pageant. I don't I, a lot of people had a problem with that that fact. I don't. It's what some people it's what they're into. I mean I think the problem people have is people try to sexualize it. Well, it gets very sexualized. It gets yeah. sexualized because they're like, Why would you want your daughter up there with all this makeup, trying to look like a female and these like dresses and such? But I think for like the moms and You mean trying to think like over like an older female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. already a girl. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think for like the moms and for the daughters, it's more like playing dress up almost. Like, it's like, look, I get to put on makeup. It's no different from bringing your daughter to go play fucking soccer and you being an asshole on the fucking sidelines. It's no different. Yeah, you're still an asshole. Okay. Yeah, you're still an asshole, and it, you're doing the same thing. You're parading your fucking kids around. Yeah. You know what I let? What I want my daughter to go? No, absolutely not. But yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But mean. everybody's got their thing. Not let and let's not forget, they're originally from Georgia. And that's huge back east. Yeah, huge. Huge back east. different up here. Right. It's very, very different, okay? Like, that is a big fucking deal. And, you know, I mean, it's like, it's just something that they do, you know? It's It's just a hobby. So I don't look to that as being like a sicko thing the parents did, but this one's got a lot in it. But I definitely look to that as the, there's a target on your back kind of deal. I definitely it's think not gonna it's not gonna help anything. I definitely think that it, you know, might have played something in this case. Uh, speaking from like the not winning any points and not in the media category. No. <laughs> There's weirdos, man. A bunch of them. Okay, so you're talking about. Um, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Sorry. I thought you were talking about, like... You're not winning any media points, either. Zero. The parents have zero media points with the American public. For a bunch of reasons. That we're going to get into it. This yeah. is actually better than the other one. But, yeah, you're ta- you're, so you're speaking to, like, the creep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of creeps. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. So, I want to get into five days leading up to... Christmas in 1996. Okay. There at the Ramsey family. December 20th, five days before Christmas, Boulder, Colorado, does a festival where in the nice neighborhoods, which is where the 7,000 square foot home is. It's the entire city of Boulder, by the way. Yeah. In case anyone's wondering. The really nice houses, I should say. Decorate. Hmm. Inside. For some reason, it didn't... There was no, like notion to if they decorated outside too which i was kind of curious about 
Because like in the crime scene photos, I don't really remember seeing any Christmas decorations. Not outside. Not outside. Inside for sure. Inside, yes. So these houses decorate the insides of their house like extravagant, super gaudy, extravagant. They have like Santa come sit there, you know, sit the kids on the lap. What do you want for Christmas? All the garb. The whole fucking Christmas thing. And the town, it's like a parade kind of. They walk through all these super nice houses that are decorated badass. Mm -hmm. So it was estimated that 1,500 to 2,000 people walked through the Ramsey's house that evening. Mm. 1,500 to 2,000 people in your house. Not good when you're looking for evidence five days later for a murder. Also, super good if you're going to commit a murder and want nobody to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> I wrote the note, lots of fingerprints now and creepers. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, that's something that will probably never happen again. That's something that probably people don't do now. I don't know. I would assume. First of all, you have the internet. <clears throat> Very popular. Tour. <laughs> yep. Second of all, people don't like people walking through their fucking house anymore. Especially it's a different, not 1,500 of It's a different world. This kind of sets some precedents in that, which we'll, I'm sure, get into. But there was a lot of things that came out of this particular case mm-hmm. that, that are different now because of this case, right. I'm assuming. <clears throat> now, after that, three days later, right, December 23rd, the Ramseys. Now, there's not a lot of there's this. I don't know whether this is pertinent or not, but it takes it speaks to the people in the house. December twenty third, the Ramseys host a Christmas party. Yeah, and it's just close friends and family. Yeah, of, fifty of, a, of their. Cl- yeah, they said that was what I also found was interesting. They said between thirty and fifty. I don't even know thirty to fifty people. I definitely don't know thirty to fifty people that I want in my house. Yeah, but, you know the thing. Here's the deal, man. When you run in those circles, mm-hmm. it's a different thing. Okay? It's a different thing. It also should be noted that this wasn't like... The Ramseys didn't come from old money either. They no, were he made his newly money. Yeah. wealthy. Right. So, all this, like... Be like, do you guys want to have like 1,500 people in your house and do your house better? Fuck yeah, I do, because I'm balling. Right. You know what I mean? I get they, it. They instantly fell into these circles when they moved to Boulder. Absolutely. When you come up throwing that much cash around. Yeah, because those people throw cash like that around too. So yeah. they notice you're you start good going to the country club, you do all this shit, right. like you're a part of this whole crew, and th- th- things change. So stuff starts to get weird on Christmas. <laughs> like Christmas morning, normal Christmas shit, gifts, breakfast. The whole nine. Right. At one o'clock, around one o'clock, Christmas Day, John, father, leaves and goes to the Boulder Airport, where he has a private plane and private pilot set to take them on vacation the next day. That's how much money they have. Yeah. Which, again, looks fucking bad, right? I mean, kind of. Well, they were... They're already going on vacation. It looks that 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 red flagged me though. Like, I don't know. No, it's the weird. red flag comes after she dies. Well, yeah, well, of course. Um. Anyways, he goes there to make sure everything's good. The 
they're gonna they can fly the weather's good all the stuff he needed to do that and then he heads home so that evening they attend the last christmas party that they're that was scheduled for them um yeah the whites the whites mm-hmm. they return home at 10 o'clock in the evening yeah jean benet was already asleep in the car when they got home right John, the father, says he takes her and puts her in bed. Right. And Burke, who was in the car, goes straight to his room and goes to sleep also. There's some different... Keep going. No, don't say what you want to say. Because well, I have nothing more to that. Oh, okay. So, uh, there are reports that say that him and John actually were playing. Like, him, John and Burke... Played in Burke's room for about 15, 20 minutes okay. or so. And then, so yeah, Jean Bonnet was asleep. Out. Yeah. So they put her to sleep. <clears throat> By a little after 10 o'clock, everybody was asleep. Everyone was, yeah. Because reports that it's kind of weird, but between 9.30 and 10 is when they got home. That's, that's like kind of right. like the timeline or whatever. But for sure, by like 10, 30, 11... Everybody's out. out. Everyone's out. Everybody's out. So, Patsy wakes up the 26th morning Mm -hmm. at 5.45. She just gets up. Um, I kind of noted, like, is that normal? Maybe. Well, they're going going on vacation. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure this was a business trip that they were taking – Extra time, right? So this was a business first. Yeah, I trip. guess five forty-five isn't really that early to be getting up normally. I mean, that's it's normal for a lot of people. Well, I mean, she gets up because she wants to get start getting shit ready. Yeah. Feasible, whatever. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, she heads downstairs from the third floor to the kitchen, kitchen, which is on the first floor. Yeah, which there's a back stairway. Like, there's two different ways to get downstairs. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So there's the Like public, the main foyer? Yeah, there's the main public, you know, walk upstairs, yeah. you know, zigzag kind of situation. And in the back of the house, there's a stairwell that goes all the way to the directly into the kitchen. Okay. From the from the floors above. I didn't, I didn't even know that. That's the one she chose to go down because that's the one she would go down every day, apparently. Right. Well, because there's no, no need to, to go down to the, to the family room if you're going to the kitchen. Right. So, which is interesting. Now that you say that, now I'm like... Very interesting now that you know what happened on that. On the stairwell. On the stairwell, yeah. Because, well, let's get into it, and then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. On the stairwell at 545, she comes across a two-and-a-half-page note, which happens to be a ransom note. Right. So, obviously, whoever the killer or killers were had to know that they use those stairs primarily. Right. Odd. Interesting. Yeah. Because if you were just a rando popping in, you would just leave that on the main stairs. Would you leave them on the stairs? Or would you just leave them on the counter? Yeah. I mean, who leaves a fucking letter on the stairs? Yeah. Like, you would leave it where somewhere you thought, like, it was going to be found pretty quick. Right. Right next to the phone. Right on the refrigerator. Right next to the fridge. Yeah, fuck. I mean, 
Yeah, throwing it just on the ground <clears throat> on the stairs is weird. I thought one that officer was weird. referred it to, or one of the accounts referred to that as if it had fallen on like the out stairs. Of <laughs> yeah, maybe not, but just like that it had, you know, it had dropped. Yeah. Not it was placed. Right. So anyway. Which is going to speak to us in a little bit. Yeah. So she finds a ransom note. Would you like me to read the sentence said ransom note? Well, it's yes, you would. Yeah. I mean, I've, I know what it says. Yeah, but the kids at home don't. Yeah. It's weird that it was two and a half pages long. Who the fuck writes a ransom note that's two and a half pages yeah. Who committing kidnapping is going to sit in a kitchen or wherever you're going to fucking write it inside the house and write it? And you say, well, maybe they wrote it before. Well, guess what? We have evidence to say they didn't. And I'll give you that too. But there's let me read. There's the also t- evidence that is uh, it's also weird that there was pages missing out of that particular. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get to that. Yeah. I also don't know where my ransom note picture went. What in the hell? Thought I screenshotted it. There's some very odd, but very not random things in that. <laughs> yes, there are. Okay, we're gonna. Okay, here we go. Some shit that you would not know. On the ransom note, let me zoom in here. Okay, two and a half pages. Mister Ramsey, listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. So weird. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. All this time, excuse me, at this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed, and if you want to if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. I want you to remember them telling him to follow their instructions to the letter. Mm-hmm. Okay, people at home? You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. 100000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining 18000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate, <laughs> adequate size attache <laughs> to the <laughs> bank when you get uh, to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money. You want him to follow it to a T, but just in case he goes early, we're going to call you early. Okay, yeah, I got you. <clears throat> Anyways, uh... Uh, earlier delivery of the money and hence an earlier pickup of your daughter. Any deviation from my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. You will also be delivered her remains for proper burial. Oh, sorry. You will be denied her remains for proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I do not advise you to provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. If we watch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert the bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. 
You will be scanned for electronic devices, and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but we warned you that we are familiar with law enforcement, countermeasures, and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions, and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are on constant scrutiny, as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing will be different. I don't know what that means. Don't, under- underest- don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It is up to you now, John. Victory, SBTC. Victory is spelled different too, correct? No, V I C T O R Y. Hmm. I thought for some reason it was spelled different. <clears throat> there are only two grammatical errors in this. They're spelling errors. Okay. And when I read it, when it's typed out by someone, mm-hmm. I can pick them out. But when I look at this, it's fucked up. I can't fucking pick them out. But when I had it typed, um, there's. Two spelling errors, which I think pretty good, actually. They're not bad. I mean, you're writing a fucking ransom note, assuming uh, you're in the house writing mm-hmm. it. You would be kind of hurrying. Mm-hmm. One would think. Yeah. You use some pretty big words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you'd fuck up a couple words. It's weird. It's also very long, man. It's also uh, the thing that I think Amazingly, guys, it is amazingly straight. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. So that's the ransom note. What's interesting is... Do you want to talk about the ransom note here for a second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've about... got some stuff okay. on it. But yeah. Let me let me break some things down that sure. I noticed right off the bat. Okay. First of all, the ransom note starts out talking about we. Yeah. And in the middle of it, we go to I. Okay. That, nah. I did the same thing. <laughs> first, it's like, we are a faction. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, at the end of the first page, it's like, I this, I that, right. I want this. Yeah. And then, like, there's a there's a change. That goes back to, like, us an hour. Yeah. There's a, also a change in, like, the whole feeling of the note somewhere around the second page-ish. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, at first it was, like, here are instructions. This is what we're doing. This is what you're going to do. And then it's, like, we're going to fucking kill your daughter. If you do this, we're going to kill her. If you do this, we're going to kill her. If you do this, we're going to kill her. And then they start using the word John a lot. A bunch. <laughs> which yeah. is weird. Yeah, like they try and get personal at the end as if it's not already personal. Yeah, it's as if you kidnapping. Weird. Well, you can play footsie with me, pal. That's fine. <laughs> That's weird. $118,000. <laughs> you might say, why the fuck would you ask for such a specific amount? Well, Mr. John happened to got a, get a bonus that year from Lockheed Martin. How much was it? It was $118,000, Paul. Stop it. It's so weird. On the money. How would you just guess that, man? These guys are smart. Lucky guess. What the fuck are you only asking for $118,000 for? The guy just sold a Lockheed Martin. Why are you only asking for a year's salary? <laughs> Not even. Well, yeah, I guess at the time, sure. I, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Point is, uh, huh? That's the weirdest thing about this whole case, I think. I think that goddamn ransom note. I think that ransom note was designed. It was by design. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, okay. So what's crazy is like you take all that time to read a to to write this thing out, right? Mm-hmm. 
but the whole time she's dead. Oh, sorry, spoiler we, we alert. We got to that. Yeah, I but, know, but fucking still, like, come on, everybody knows she's or, dead anyway. Or is she not dead yet? We'll get to that in a minute. But listen to this. Well, no, I mean they did a fucking, they they, they did a full autopsy. They know when she died. Right, <clears throat> but at the time this was authored, maybe she wasn't dead yet. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, well okay. Sure, and we can get into that. We're going to get into that. Yeah. Now, what I think is odd, and I forgot what, I'm, what I was going to say, so I'm making words up right now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, shit, man. What were you going to say? Well, I thought it was interesting. Um, it's actually the first time I've heard it. Uh, I haven't. I, that's one thing I didn't do was look at that letter. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I can tell you that uh, they brought a handwriting expert in. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. And uh, it's it's procedure. It's it's very much procedure in a kidnapping case with a ransom note that his hand the fa- that that the family uh, gives Their the FBI, which is who gets brought in on this kind of thing mm-hmm. every time. Um, they there's like a little test if you want to call it that of handwriting. It's a couple they pages. They give you a sample. Yeah, you they, write it. Right. They, they give it. you yeah. They give you this whole thing. It's about two pages. And they're not just looking at like how you do certain letters. They're looking at where you put pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. light swoops. It's it's fucking weird. It's very interesting yeah. how they do it, and it's only gotten better. Yeah. Uh, Since obviously. 1996. <laughs> right. Now, what I think is interesting about this ransom note. And what speaks to the fact that, like, these people really weren't worried about being in a hurry mm-hmm. was that the paper that was used and the pen that was used was the Ramsey's paper and pen. Mm-hmm. They found the pad was sitting there in their house yeah. and the pen. Right. So somebody came in or somebody was there, used their paper. It was also started and restarted like four times. Yeah. They can tell. By depressions on the pad. Mm-hmm. So they wrote this on the pad, started it, were like, nah, that's not good. Tear it up. Throw that one away. Right. Like three or four times they restarted this. Nope. Never found the fucking papers, though. No. Never never saw no. the, the the rough drafts. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, everything that was used in this crime? It was all from the house. Was all from the house. Yeah. The, the killers came in very ill-equipped. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, although there are some weird and creepy things about that letter. Yeah. We haven't like, got to we the... talked about the SB, whatever the fuck they signed it? That doesn't exist. Uh, they gave it to the FBI, CIA, every acronym that the government has. There isn't a faction yeah. that is known that has that, that yeah. deal. Now... He works for a defense contractor, obviously, Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, I guess, out of the realm of possibility that someone... Would be mad about that? Right. Uh, and some foreign faction would, I don't know, would, I don't know, fucking go kidnap somebody that is in the middle of that. It's uh, weird. Yeah. Like you're not fucking, out of the realm of possibility, but kind of implausible. Yeah. So... Um. Especially since it's not his company anymore. He got bought out. Yeah, so he works for him. He runs that division of Lockheed Martin. Then again, maybe they're mad that he sold to them. Yeah, I get it. That's okay. definitely, definitely Realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. So, 
we have this ransom note, which I'm going to probably refer back to later. Now, where am I at? Um, I wrote down. Grammar errors, there's two. Um, SBTC, we don't fucking know. Uh, they say John in that 15 times. Just so we know there's a count on that. Um, the the specialist um, on the investigative team, who turned out not to be the Boulder PD because they fucked it up, said that that there was a like a 90% chance that it was authored by two different people. Based solely and not authored as in written, authored as in the wording. It's interesting that you say that because I have different, I have a completely different evidence to that. Okay. But keep going. Okay. Or if you're done with that, I can tell Yeah, you. no, go ahead. So, and what I found, um, the uh, analysis, the, the analyst that came in, the original one for the handwriting, mm-hmm. um, when they analyzed the handwriting against mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, she found that there was over 200 similarities. In hers. In hers. And Patsy's. Patsy's, yeah. I'm not saying that it was written actually physically written Mm -hmm. but that it was worded oh i see what you're saying by more than one person oh yes and that speaks to what you were talking about where it goes from us to i back to us again changes the whole mood of the letter kind of changes there in the middle and then comes back full circle like someone's like hey over the shoulder yeah kind of deal i'll say this yeah 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 no, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't that's, mean to. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, now that you've said it, yeah. Um, it was The evidence was inconclusive to rule out Patsy, that Patsy's handwriting against the ransom notes handwriting. Yeah, so what's weird is, um, like, I don't know where, like, I don't know what the number is uh, to where you're like, that's absolutely someone's handwriting. Yeah. And that's absolutely not. I don't know either. But when someone says that there's over, that she said that there was 200 and this is something else similarities it was written with a felt huh? tip pen that's weird too well they like like remember like the old uniballs yeah great pens to write with mm-hmm. but uh, apparently inherently hard to analyze a handwriting because they bleed so much yeah there's certain things but yeah you're right absolutely so if it would have been a big ballpoint maybe it would have <laughs> been every letter matched sure yeah <laughs> who knows nobody yeah. knows yeah so Patsy's on the fucking stairs. She finds this note. She reads the first page and screams. Right. As one would. Runs up to... John wakes up and comes to her. Mm. Um, And he, he says that at that point, he reads the note in its entirety. Okay. At what point are you running to the room to see if she's fucking still there? At, when, he, when she passes the note to him... She took she off. She takes off to the room. Yeah. Um, she goes to her room. Not there. Now, she checks and she checks Burke's room, mm-hmm. as one would. He reads the note in its entirety. I'm not sure how I would react in that situation, but I think as soon as like my wife was like, someone took our daughter, and she runs. She's like, she's not there. She's not there. So okay, first of all, someone's already been in your house, mm-hmm. right? Call nine one one. Nine one one. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Right now. I don't care what the fucking note says. Call it right now. Mm-hmm. That was weird to me. 
because that's what he told them. He said, I read the note. I read the entire note. Mm-hmm. Okay. Patsy goes there. It should be noted that Joan Bonet's bed and room completely undisturbed. It looks as though the covers were just thrown, like she threw the covers up, mm-hmm. like they were just folded back, mm-hmm. and that's it. In one of the pictures, the crime scene pictures, there were still folded clothes on the foot of her bed. Yes. Which I thought was pretty weird. Well, she's small. Not yeah. using the whole bed. 100%. Yeah. When you put your kids to bed, would you just leave folded clothes there? Because 100%, they're probably getting kicked off. Yep. But And I'm not folding those pajamas 9 again. 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, maybe. She's already asleep. Yeah. You guys are fucking tired from a whole day of... Yeah, maybe didn't even notice they were there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. But it seems as though if but someone is, was coming to take a six-year-old girl and she didn't know who the fuck you were, she wouldn't just throw back the covers. Yeah. That's pretty weird to me, too. Mm. Undisturbed. Okay, cool. Um, John tells Patsy to call the police when she gets back to him after checking the rooms. There is a 911 call. Mm-hmm. Um, she's freaking out in the 911 call. Right. Yeah, I've heard it. As one would. Yeah, I've heard it. If you guys want to listen to it, go listen to it. Um, Some people was saying that it was almost like it was being faked. Mm-hmm. Like the emotion was being faked. And you, some people were like, you can hear talking in the background, like people that were trying to like tell her what to say and like everything <laughs> like when i heard it it was like it's kind of like you go like one of those emps for a ghost where it's like yeah did you hear that he said i'm gonna kill you and now that's all you can hear yeah you know what i mean like i could hear shit in the back of that fucking thing and by the way yeah people are gonna be talking there's a fucking nine-year-old kid probably wired about what the fuck's going on because his mom's screaming right and um uh, parents that you know and a psychopath a dad that's like everybody relax i'm still reading the note yeah also, always noted that he was very calm. And zero emotion. Super weird. Yeah. Super weird. The 911 calls at 5.52 a.m. Seven minutes after Patsy comes downstairs. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Um, she then, after the 911 call, calls a few different family and friends. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably call my mom, too. I don't know. Oh, fuck yeah. You're calling yeah. your mom. Yeah. yeah. You're calling your family. Definitely. Okay. And the pro- I think the reason she called friends was because they have no family there. All their families in Georgia. And right. if she wanted some support, her friends there in Boulder would have to do it. The police arrived three minutes after the 911 call. Yeah, it's Boulder. Yeah, it's Rich Boulder. Rich neighborhood of yeah. Boulder. Yeah. They're on call. Two officers show up. They are when... They get there. They're looking for signs of forced entry. None are found. Zero. At this time. Teachable moment number one. Yeah. <laughs> and because they're Learn looking... Learn how to search. Check. Yeah. Got it. Got it. They're looking for forced entry because at this point, they're treating it like a kidnapping. Right. So, they, it is said in the police report, they searched every floor and found nothing. No evidence of forced entry. Mm-hmm. Okay. One officer goes to the basement, gets to the now basement here in this house. It's a nice house. There are rooms in the basement. It's mm-hmm. not just like some basements are just open. Right. Basement. There's a fucking utility room. 
there's like a laundry room mm-hmm. and there would be probably um like uh, there's a hobby room there's there a go. boiler room there's I was gonna say the fucking, boiler room what yeah. water heaters yeah it's roomed off he searches the rooms except for he doesn't open one door because it's locked from the inside where he's at mhm he's in the basement he's looking looking cool he gets to the last door he looks at it. It's locked from that side on the top, which I think is interesting. But if you're trying to keep kids out, that's the best place to put a lock, I guess. Like a bolt lock, top mm-hmm. of the door. Mm-hmm. It's locked. The cop says, well, can't break into this door because it's locked from this side. Uh-huh. So, all right, we'll go back upstairs. Teachable moment number two. <laughs> no locked more locked doors. doors. <laughs> so, you should look. Also weirdly noted that the door was locked from that side. Yeah. Because I have a theory. I do too. But it doesn't involve locking the door from the opposite side. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty weird. Yeah. Now. <clears throat> Unless you're uh, trying to keep somebody in. Right. Uh, they didn't find any. Uh, oh, they had a wine cellar in the basement too. They had a laundry room, wine cellar. Yeah, okay. That door was the utility room door. Just so in case we're in. Now, the police are there. More police are there. And their friends start showing up. Yeah. Teachable moment. Number what? Number three. Number three. Their friends start showing up. <laughs> Learn how to control a scene. <laughs> now, the only room that was blocked off for evidence is Joan Bonet's room. Right. The rest of the house, the rest, the other 6,800 square feet, <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, where am I at here? Um, <laughs> uh, so, there are friends there. There's also a pastor there. Um, and friends, like friends do, want to help. Mm-hmm. And they want to help, and the only thing they can do is think is... Clean. Let's clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> Teachable moment. Number four. Number four. Don't let random people clean the scene of a crime. <laughs> okay? What? <laughs> I know this just by watching cops. <laughs> <clears throat> Any hoosers. Um, it also, I wrote, should be noted that the officers there all didn't have a lot of time in the department. Okay, yeah. It was so, brought to the attention that the OGs were all on vacation for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you had the B squad in to play. Also? Okay, so... Which I think is kind of just Boulder PD cover-up. In 96, in Boulder, Colorado, not very much crime. Yeah. Um, they don't have a forensic team. Absolutely not. They don't have anybody qualified to go over a scene forensically at all. But being as that, you should be really good at preserving the scene of a crime. One would think. (laughs) Like, evidence preservation should be, like, the best thing you're good at. Can you imagine what the FBI said when they walked in? Because they they automatically get called. They get called. They didn't show up. No, they came. The FBI is there. The FBI got there because it was... And a bull repeat, he told them to fuck off. Hold on, not yet. (laughs) The FBI automatically gets called in because kidnapping. of a ransom. It's right? kidnapping. Right, because of kidnapping. 
So they take over right. kidnap for because this is a kidnapping case, right? But Boulder P's already fucked it all up. Completely destroyed everything that there is to destroy. Everything in that house is the only thing that they did that had any sort of like good nature at all was recording it on video. Like at least walking around right. and videoing the home because they caught some things that they didn't even know they caught. Oh, I didn't know that. You can leave that one. Yep. Okay. I'm going to continue with them. So what was I saying? Man, I told you I get all fucked up. <laughs> don't clean the scene. Teachable moment number four. Teachable moment number four. So, okay. Move on. So, Friends start possible cleaning rookies. House. We don't know, really. I think right. that was Boulder's PD away. It's, you know, kind of deferring. But they did bring a, I mean, a detective, a, a homicide detective showed up. Yeah. Or a detective that, kept, that actually had lead oh, yeah. on the case showed up. She was there. That no, no, not her, <laughs> not her. It was a dude. Okay. So, also should be noted, Clint. The, while the friends are cleaning the kitchen, they get a bowl of pineapple, not being completely eaten yet. Trash it and wash the bowl and put the bowl away. You think what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's relative. Yeah, it was on the on the kitchen counter. Table. Okay, there you go. Um. Um. So, at this time, the police are there, friends are there, the pastors are there, they're fucking up the crime scene. (laughs) It's time for the ransom call, right? Yeah, they set up a war room, basically. They bring in uh, recording devices and all this stuff, waiting because from 8 a.m. to 10 10 a.m., there's going to be a call. Right. But also, John never went to the bank, and they said they were looking, they were going to monitor that, so why would they call anyways? They if, also said if there was cops, they were going to kill somebody. Yeah, that's the what I'm kid. saying. Right. So when people behead her, yeah, actually. it's no, it's it's no crazy that no call ever comes, right? If we're going on the ransom note. Yeah. So. So what happens after there was no call, Cody? Well, nobody calls. And then the cops say, "Okay, we're out." Yeah. That's literally what well, I wrote. We are going to pack up, <laughs> and we are going home. Yeah. The cops are like, "All right, well, peace out then." Yeah. But we're going to leave this rook here, this chick that's never been a part of a homicide uh, investigation or any kind of, uh, yeah, investigation to this magnitude ever. And which brings us to to teachable moment number five. five. This lovely officer tells the friends and family that they should go search the house and see if anything is out of place. But don't touch anything because it could be evidence. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> now, here's the thing. So um, She says things were starting to get crazy. She was right. trying to keep them busy. She was, Yeah. And you know what? Not a... Not as bad as it All things being equal. Yeah. Hey. Not a bad idea. You're going to walk right? around your house anyways. Go walk around. See if anything's out of place. First of all... Don't fucking touch anything. Apparently... Okay. So, <clears throat> this is still being treated as a kidnapping. Kidnapping. Which means the house is a is not a crime scene. No, because they other found than, no forced entry. Right. Other than Joan Bonet's room. Right. So, uh, that being said, 
with their they were free to walk around their house anyways of uh, bee squatters that didn't find shit. She thought, you know what? Send the family around the house. You'll notice that something's out of place. Right. Honestly, when you hear it first, you're like, you're a fucking idiot. What are you doing? But when you start to think about what was going on, you're like, okay. First of all, the house had been cleared. Yeah. By the police. And they By left. the lead detective was yeah. like, no, we're good. Just right. be here with them in case something happens. The so, peaceful moment is don't leave the rook there. The teachable moment is don't clear the fucking house. Well. <laughs> Send those. Mo- Listen, you guys can't be here. Yeah, you got to go, son. Right. Why would you leave them there? Yeah. What well, does John do? Well, I'll tell you. Goes straight to the basement. I'm going to tell you right now. Officer said she sent them because it was starting to get tense. So she wanted to give them something to do. My next sentence is, John decides to start his search in the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just goes says, straight to the basement. He says, in his defense, he says, he said, well, I thought I'd work from the top up. Cool. The Do bottom it. up. The That's bottom what I meant. Up. Yeah, bottom yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Cool. He goes and enters the locked door. That's locked from his side. Weird. Because, <laughs> you know, one would think that if you're clearing a house, you'd open doors. Mm-hmm. And he sees something. Under a white sheet on the floor. It's actually a comforter. Mm-hmm. It's like a white down comforter. Right. He says he immediately knows what it is. Yeah. As one would. Yeah. He throws the sheet back, and Joe Monet's body is under it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She's on her back. She has her hands tied above her head in the fashion that if you had your hands right out in front of you, they would have been tied. And if you just put your tied hands right above your head. Mm-hmm. Not like hog tied or anything weird. Just like that. She has duct tape on her mouth, which he immediately takes off and then proceeds to start untying the ropes, attempting Mm -hmm. to untie the ropes. He can't. So now he (laughs) picks her up and carries her upstairs, apparently crying for help, as Mm -hmm. one would be. This is where it gets pretty weird now i can almost write that off like you're a father that's your daughter i'm grabbing my kid yeah i'm getting the duct tape off i'm trying to see like are we breathing do i need cpr mm-hmm. what's going on here and it should be noted like when you know she was dead there wasn't a lot of blood at the scene like not a like lot. almost none yeah. yeah and this is weird because i'm gonna tell you how she died mm-hmm. <laughs> so the officer hears him screaming and meets him on the stairs to the basement and tells him, John, you need to put the body down. Good job on her part. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He puts the body down. The officer checks the vitals and says, she's dead. Mm-hmm. The officer immediately is freaked out. She says there was a nonverbal exchange between herself and John. That was so intense that she unholsters her weapon on John. Hmm. A nonverbal exchange. That, like, gave, that gave me goosebumps when I read that the first time. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, uh, yeah. Like seeing through the eyes of a killer. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you don't forget. Yeah. 
She radios for backup. She's now very concerned that John's going to fucking flip and kill everyone in the house. And that's what she says. Damn. The she dude's was, a psychopath, just so just everybody all, knows. Yeah, and also so we know she was promoted to detective later on. Mm. I wrote that down. Um, John asks if he can put a blanket over her body, and she says yes. Um, however, that's what he says. Mm-hmm. She says um, he asked her if he could do it after he already did it. Right. Or as he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know what to think about that. <clears throat> I mean, we've been there before. Yeah. I mean, is it is it weird to be like... I mean, if I was the officer, and he's like, I'm going to go check the basement, and then he immediately comes up with a body, she thinks the house is clear. Right. Almost so, like, it's it's not beyond their own possibility that she would think, like, he had her hidden so good that he knew where to find her, because my partner has already cleared this house. Right. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But there's something when you look into somebody's like that's eyes. Yeah, there is. So I don't and take that lightly. I hope nobody. I don't take that lightly. I hope nobody listening to this ever has that opportunity. Because let me tell you something. It changes you. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. In any case. Especially kid killers. Yeah. Any hoosers. <sighs> Moving on. Initially, the Ramses are not interviewed by the police. Okay, hold on. They give statements. Before you... Okay. Patsy... Do you want any more of this? No, I'm good. Wow, really? Well, I ate a bunch of food before we started this deal. Oh, yeah. I'm still going. Patsy, like, grabbed her. Obviously. Freaking out. Her body ends up under the Christmas tree. Which is weird. <laughs> the fuck? That's a weird thing to do. It's a weird... This whole thing is... I, I, that's probably neither here nor there, but what the fuck? Like, so many things about this initially are just... It almost blows my mind how fucking stupid these guys were. Uh-huh. And I'm saying it, I'm being very blunt, and I know that. But fucking A, man. Mm -hmm. Like, as a cop, you see a locked door and you're like, I'm good? You're looking for a fucking kid. Yeah. You're looking for anything, anything at all that will help you solve what you know to be a kidnapping. kidnapping. And you're not going to go through a fucking locked door? Not that guy. (laughs) Or worry about the glass on the ground in the basement next to a fucking window. We'll get into that. Because there was no forced entry. But keep, yeah, keep going. Sorry. So, um, so a task force is assigned to the case, the FBI, when we think it is a kidnapping. They all are. Um, uh, but now we have a body. It's now right. murder. No FBI jurisdiction. It goes to Boulder PD to take care of the investigation. The FBI, as they're walking out, says, "We're going to leave some. F- we're going to leave some agents behind. Feel free yeah, to use us." They offered their help, and uh, the lead detective on the case says, "No, we're good." 
Yeah, we're good. A lot of murders <clears throat> in Boulder. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Boulder City takes pictures, video of the house. But that's not... So that's not unusual, mm-hmm. okay? You end up in a pissing contest. Local law enforcement's always going to have jurisdiction unless there's some right. underlying thing. And like kidnapping. for the most part, you are not giving up the reins, okay? So... Yeah. yeah, it's cool that they were like, hey, you can use us if you want us. We're here. Nine times out of ten, they're not going to use you. Right. They'll bring you there. They will invite you into the case if there's nothing else going on, but they're going to try and do it themselves. That's just that's just normal procedure, so nothing too out of the ordinary there. So during the Boulder PD's uh, taking pictures, now they're back at the house. Well, sure. Trying to the figure whole, shit out. Because the now fucking house. Murder. Yeah. So... They thought it was important to note that there were no footprints in the snow leading up to the house. Mm-hmm. So the Boulder PD already is assuming that the murder was already in the house. The murderer was already in the house because of right. no footprints in the snow outside. Right. Except that the entire back of the house where the basement window is has no snow on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Must be a south facing home. Or One the backyard think. would yeah. be a south face. Yeah. In Colorado. So, no snow, no footprints. And that's what happens when there's no snow to put footprints in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. Um, so, at this point, the PD is pretty sure it was the parents and are highly pressuring the Ramses. Yeah. Well, okay. So, the thing is. Confessing. Right. So, the deal is like, you have to start. With whatever evidence you have, right, right. The so family in this are case, now the key suspects, right, because, because they're the only suspects. Based on the evidence that they have, no one came into the house. And herein is where all the conspiracies start, because the media fucking ran with that. Sure. I mean, a lot of things going on here. Yeah, dude. I I was five years old when this happened. I remember seeing fucking National Enquirer, Globe, mm-hmm. tabloids at the grocery store with. Her fucking face on it. Mm-hmm. And like, the parents murder six-year-old pageant queen or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the whole thing. The thing is, I, I, what makes it worse for them... Is the next thing I have to say. There you go. Which is, you already got into it. They're are not ta- they're not talking to the cops. They won't talk to them. Right. Now we're going to get to that. One of the Ramsey's um, family friends is an attorney. Weird. They called him to ask for advice. He says, you need a fucking lawyer because you're the key suspects. Right. They say, okay. Um, so they get two lawyers, right? One for each of them. <laughs> I got two guns, one for each of you. And they pay a bunch of money. Best lawyers money can buy, if you will. I will. Okay. And so will they. Now the tabloids say, murderous parents lawyer up. <laughs> right. <laughs> it looks bad. Terrible. Because why do grieving parents need a lawyer? <clears throat> now, there's arguments to be made. It already looked like they were getting railroaded. Because of the lack of evidence. Depending on the si- which side of the road you're on here, yeah, uh, you lawyer up immediately right? because you don't want to get railroaded and you want to make sure that anything that you say cannot come back to you yeah because let me tell you something yeah when you're in a situation like this 
especially if you didn't do it, you are, it is 1,000% emotion. Yeah. And you fucking have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. The police want to do a formal interview, interrogation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The Ramseys say, that's fine, but let us talk to our lawyer. Mm -hmm. The lawyer was like, fuck no. Mm. (laughs) Okay. They eventually agree to do the interview. Well, they they said they would do it, but only if it was together. Let me get to that. (laughs) They eventually agree to do it with both lawyers present, not at the police department, and they interview together. Mm -hmm. Police say, fuck that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Ramseys didn't get any questioning besides their initial statement until April. Yeah, four months later. April. Mm Mm-hmm. In the meantime, they they go bury their daughter in Marietta, Georgia. Atlanta. (laughs) And then go straight to CNN. Yeah. Yeah, Which is in Atlanta, by the way. Now they're pissed. So, I I mean, you're just rolling with Sorry. No, it's perfect. So, the Ramseys started doing (laughs) these weird media interviews. Right. Which was just bashing Boulder PD. Mm Mm-hmm. Saying, like, you guys are, you know, you're fucking up. Look what you did in the crime scene. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to, you're focused on us when the fucking killer's still out there. Right. You know, what angry parents, I guess, would do. They're pleading to the public to help, help. find yeah. the killer. They're in, they're being interviewed by everybody but the yeah, but the police department. Yeah, so they eventually um, go to the DA. The DA forms a task force. Yeah. They also hire private investigators. Um, the DA hires one and the Ramseys hire one. Right. Now, <laughs> the Boulder PD, this is before April, t- tell the Ramseys they can't have their daughter's body back until they get an interview. Yeah, that was uh, like December 29th or 20- yeah. 28th. The PD tells the coroner to find a reason to hold the body, which he says, there's no fucking reason for me to hold this body. I can't do that. Okay, so Release I'll stop it. you real quick. Go do it. Stop. Uh, it's an ongoing investigation. If it's pertinent to the case, they could. But the autopsy was already done. Right. Including rape kit. Everything. Everything. Head to toe. Entire autopsy. They, for all intents and purposes, do not need the body anymore. Yeah. Yes, the investigation is ongoing, but they don't need the body. Yeah, they have everything they need. Right. Um. They wanted to take Joe's body to uh, outside of Atlanta, where John has another daughter buried, which I think is interesting. Maybe not. Um, it, it, that hit weird to me too, bro. Um, she I was absolutely didn't know that. They want to bury her in Georgia at the cemetery that John's has another daughter buried at, who was killed in a car accident. Dot, 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 allegedly. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I'm going to poke the bear. <laughs> it's been poked. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Interesting. I didn't know weird that. Weird coincidence, But right? I know that they're buried in Marietta, Georgia. With his other daughter. Right. Dead. D-E-D. Boom. Dead. Right. Okay. So in April, the Ramsey's interview. <clears throat> Petey gives them... <laughs> A fucking shit ton of fake evidence. Still trying to get them to confess. 
22 hours worth of fake evidence. Yeah, 22 hours there's nothing, worth of because uh, you guys fucked the whole crime scene up. I mean, when if you were to go to investigation school, let's say you wouldn't pass. All the don't do this comes from this case. The textbooks were written on this case. I mean, you literally cannot fuck this case up any more than they did. And the from lawyers have to Jump know that, Street. right? From Jump Street, yeah. bud. I mean... It's all admissible. Everything. Every part of it. From the second anyone stepped foot in that house. Yeah. The high-tech boot mark they found downstairs. We're getting that. Stop it. Sorry. But it's Stop like... It. Every cop at the time wore one, you know. Oh, but there's no cops in that room. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, because that's where they found the body. Yeah. yeah. It was locked yeah. from the side. He he was Can't staring at the there. lock, and he was yeah. like, nah, fuck it. you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Rookie. So, they're giving a bunch of fake evidence. They're telling them they have evidence specifically to prove that they did it. Sure. Patsy tells them, well, you can go fuck off. All that evidence is wrong because we didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So, cool. So the DA in Boulder finds that the PD fucked this up so bad. That's when they started their task force. They hired ex-detectives from Colorado Mm -hmm. to come in. The real fucking hard-banging dudes. That one dude. From Uh, from like the 60s. You know the one. Always drinking scotch. Right. He wears a fucking pea coat. Right. That one cat that they brought in was... Uh, like, that was the one that Ramsey's hired. No. No, the other guy? Yeah, the other okay. guy. That guy, I forget his name, Ian or something like that. I don't know. But that guy was... Uh, he he had he had, had a bunch of high-profile cases mm-hmm. that he he put to, put to sleep because of how he did it, how he knew it. You know, did, obviously he found all the evidence he needed, so yeah, they brought him in. So... These, the DA and the private investigators, they all have a good relationship with the Ramseys. Right. The PD does their interview. The attorneys say, we have another stipulation. We'll do this interview with you. It's all good. But we want to see the initial statements that were given on the day of the murder that John and Patsy and Burke, the mm-hmm. son, all gave the day of the murder. Right. We want to see the originals, which they allowed. Mm-hmm. Some people red flag that. If you knew it to be true, why do you need to see it again? Well, because your daughter was just fucking murdered, so. It was four months previous and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. I'm going to put this, I'm going to say this right now. Kind of needs to go farther. There was DNA found at the scene that eventually, now everyone take it, exonerated both parents. That the PD had from the rape kit during the autopsy. Mm-hmm. That DA wasn't given to the that evidence wasn't given to the DA and his squad for one year. Hmm. Why would you do that? Pissing contest. Yeah, pissing contest. You're right. That's why you would do that. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get into the evidence. Evidence. Do you have anything else leading up to this and right after? No. Okay, let's get into the evidence. This is where I have the ransom note was written on a pad of paper that was found in the home with a pen that was also in the home. It's estimated, this is weird, but handwriting experts estimated it took about 20 minutes to write. 
Okay. I don't know if they're judging that on like normal pace of writing and how long and how many words it is, mm-hmm. or if they're judging and adding the fact that they started four times and stopped. Right. It's estimated that it took about 20 minutes. Okay. That's a long fucking time for you to be in someone's house. Sure. Even if it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't give a right. shit. So, the $118,000 we already talked about. Weird. John's bonus that year was $118,000. We already talked about most of this. Uh, the handwriting expert examined the note. John was 100% eliminated mm-hmm. from his handwriting. Patsy was inconclusive. The experts say... Now, this is weird. The experts say the note was probably written by a woman based on some of the wording that was used. Oh, they know. Yeah. They, listen, way smarter people than us Yeah, understand why that is. And I couldn't tell you. I'm sure... Obviously, there's something... Yeah, these motherfuckers are amazing. So... Right. One of the experts, because they brought in a bunch of experts. Mm-hmm. One of them said, it, most likely authored by two people. And another one, different person, says, this was probably written by a woman, but dictated by a man. <laughs> that Getting I, oh, pretty man. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Getting weird, people. <laughs> so I have down now some, hyp- I have a hypothesis that, that Bert killed her, and the parents covered it up. Yeah, that was one of the that was one of the theories. P and N P. Oh my god! And the media ran with that one too. Well, they used to they used to brother um, kills pageant princess. Yeah, because in a fit of jealousy. You know, they used to fight, punch each other, whatever. He's hit her. He'd hit her a few times. Yeah. You know. So they find that Patsy's handwriting is super close, but yeah. inconclusive. It's also the longest ransom note in criminal justice history. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, again, on the pad of paper, it was found that it started three or four times. Mm-hmm. Those pages were never found. Now, let's get down to the murder scene. The blood on the duct tape from her mouth that we know John, her father, took off her mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, looks as though the duct tape was placed on after death. Because of the fact of where the blood placement was on the duct tape. Okay. That's what the uh, forensic team says. Gotcha. Whoa. The cause of death is massive head fracture, skull fracture. Head trauma. Head yeah. trauma. Also, um, choked by a garrot. A groot. Whatever. I think that's a guy a in... A garrot, actually, is what it yeah, is. Yeah, G-A-R-R-O-T-E. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you don't know, it's like usually like wire, and it's got handles, mm-hmm. and they put it around someone's neck, and you use the handles to pull a bunch of leverage, yeah. crush everything. In this case... In this case, it was... A single handle. Nylon cord and paintbrush handle. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was paracord mm-hmm. and uh, paintbrush handle, and only one handle, one side. So this one... The paintbrush uh, was found in three pieces. You you would spin it. You, you would, would turn it. Turn it to tighten, like a tourniquet. Would, yeah, exactly. Like a tourniquet. Um, it w- So they made this groat, and not even like the easy one, They made like a harder one. It doesn't matter. Um, out of a paintbrush that was found um, down in the basement already. She was a painter. Mm-hmm. So she had paintbrushes. Right. They had broke off the bristle part where the metal hold the bristles. Right. Left that in the bucket of paintbrushes. Mm-hmm. Broke the other 
piece of the brush in two. <laughs> one of them was used to fashion this garrote. And the other one, piece of it was used to sexually penetrate Jean Benet. Um, the autopsy could not determine what happened first. The strangulation or the skull fracture. It was a massive skull fracture. Yeah, the so what I've read and saw in the what I was looking at said that um or spoke to that she was incapacitated with the blow to the head and died from asphyxiation. Strangulation. Right. So but she was unconscious when she died. Like she was unconscious bef- from the blow to the head. Right, which would have killed her anyway. And then strangled. Right. Okay. All right. It's noted there's not a lot of blood at the scene. No. Which seems if you crack someone on the head and create a massive skull fracture, there'd probably be some blood. Yeah, except that um, I don't think it was like internal. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't break any skin? Right. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, weird. That's odd. Mm-hmm. Okay. It should be noted that it was noticed that her genitals were wiped down with some kind of cleaner. Hmm. They couldn't tell if it was a baby wipe mm-hmm. or something like that, but there was some type of cleaner used Interesting. on her. Okay. Her hymen was partially ripped. Okay. There was a paintbrush involved. Also, it could happen naturally. Um, Six years old. I mean, bike riding. It, uh, apparently, yeah, that can, stuff can happen. Yeah, yeah. Especially since it was only partially ripped. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, it did note that it was scarred, though, like it happened prior to the murder. Yeah, there there was like a, a, a sexual abuse undertone throughout this whole. Oh thing. yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. So, she had also urinated um, post-mortem, they assume. It happens when you start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of blood, again. The blood that was found, there was a few drops on her leggings Mm -hmm. and some on her genitalia and inside her underwear. Mm -hmm. Inside, not outside. Inside. Right. Okay. This is also weird. There was beaver hair found on her body. Yep. Yeah, that's the... Nope. Paintbrush. Negative. Horse hair. Negative. It's negative, but yeah. Okay. Negative. Negative. <laughs> negative. Negative. They were horse hair brushes. Okay. All of them. That was pretty weird. I mean, not that she couldn't have picked up a beaver hair somewhere along lines there was 3,000 people in their fucking house <laughs> yeah 7,000 square foot home yeah who knows the type of fucking crazy shit these people are into <laughs> yeah, yeah so, it wouldn't surprise me if they I just had thought like that a, was weird I wrote why weird yeah it was, it's just I, weird it's that odd. was my initially I would I was thinking that was from the that yeah. would have would have been from the paper the autopsy found un now I don't understand why these fucking people try to get they're like they don't want to give you 100% they found a um, undigested fruit consistent with pineapple in her stomach. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just say it's fucking pineapple? Yeah, because all the other ones I read or saw, they said pineapple. Okay. 
So they found undigested pineapple in her stomach. Let's go back to the pineapple bowl you guys thought was all stupid I brought up. Yeah. The Ramseys say that, that pine, they did not give the kids pineapple. She was night. asleep. She was asleep yeah. when they got home. Right. At some point, between the time that she got put in bed and she was murdered, she was downstairs. Sitting at the dining room table eating pineapple. Eating pineapple. Yeah. What? Yeah. Now, even though it got washed, Burke's fingerprints were found all over that pineapple bowl. Yes. It's his fucking house. Yeah. Their bowl. So, that's a huge red flag for me, but kind of. The biggest red flag for me, this and this goes back to now I can talk about it because we're talking about this evidence. Um, the weirdest part to me about the whole thing is the pineapple. So that means that means that she knew who killed her. Well, unless, I have my theory. Unless a six-year-old went downstairs in the middle of the night, ate pineapple, opened it up, ate, put it in a bowl, ate it. Well, it was in a bowl. It and was then in died. A bowl. She ate it out of the bowl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So I have my again. Theories. That's not. That's not. It's feasible that she could wake up and go down to get something to eat. Sure. Yeah. She's six. I mean, that's that's young, but it's not like. Not like four young, where you're like, Mom, can I have a snack? I get it. I, I just, it's like, this is so fucking coincidental. It's that very, like, no, you're right. Like, which is where the conspiracy Talk lies about like here. the fucking killer's wet dream is the chick that they were going to grab upstairs. Comes right to him. Comes downstairs probably while you're writing a fucking note. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, have some pineapple. Yeah. I'm not, hold on, I'm not done with the yeah. letter yet. Is that good? Yeah. yeah. Is it fresh? Has, did you fly? It's Hawaii? fucking weird. It's fucking weird. No, you're right. So the parents say they never took the pineapple out of the fridge. Um, it wasn't there when they went to bed that night, but was when they woke up. Now, um, so there was a small window. We're going back to the basement. There's a small window. If you can imagine people that haven't seen these in real life in movies, and you get down to the basement, there's like a fucking window at ground level. Nope. It swings. Yep. inward out to the outside world mm-hmm. um uh, originally when the police were there <laughs> this should be number six or whatever it is mm. they said nah there's no way anyone could fit through that so probably not there mm-hmm. um john climbed through it and so did the private investigator right he yeah. was like he was apparently he was like six two right he climbed through it it's also noted. He did it on video. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. So noted. You can watch that it. Beneath that window, there was a suitcase. A suitcase? A hard-backed suitcase. Where was that suitcase supposed right? to be? Not there. Absolutely not there. Yeah. Because the Ramseys said that they don't put suitcases downstairs. Why would you? Yeah. So, that suitcase also had a boot print on it. Mm. On the top. Yeah. As what if was... someone used it to get out of the window. Yeah. Hence, or being as though it was right beneath the window with a boot print on it. One could put one <laughs> plus one together. Get two. Get two. Or we could just not go in that room because the door's locked. Or we could just not go there. Yeah. Be like, you know what? I need coffee. Oh, man. Also, outside the window, where there would be a concrete pad, um, 
had bushes around it. The bushes had grown over the concrete pad and were all pushed and broken away mm-hmm. as if someone was going to crawl into a window. <laughs> you know. So, let's go to this weird thing. The, the private investigator found marks on her body that were consistent with stun gun marks. Yeah. It Which, was never actually proven to be that that's what it was. Um, yeah, except other than the fact that if you like, if you measure the distance between it each was prong, like it was exactly the same. Yeah. And there were burn marks. But, you know, being, you know. Two sets of them beneath her ear and then by her kidneys. Right. So just like to make sure that uh, the Boulder PD didn't uh, fuck up and actually get something right, they just totally overlook that also. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for the guy doing the autopsy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, so yeah, never actually proven, but that's kind of what the expert then the private eye is never thinking. Never actually proven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, <clears throat> let's talk about the DNA that was found on her that supposedly exonerated the parents. Mm-hmm. There was DNA found on the outside of her leggings, which happened to match DNA found on the inside of her underwear. Stop it. I won't. Okay. The DNA was a mixture of two male DNA. Mm. DNA was also found under her fingernails that matched one of the male's DNA that was also found on her body. They did not get enough DNA from the fingernails to be conclusive um, match because it only had four of the 20 markers, which is a 90% match. Mm. To who? We don't know. We don't know. Unknown males. Mm. Not in the system. I wonder if they were to check that again with the new shit. Maybe, or maybe not, because mm. I got that, too. I was told they now just reopened that case, by the way. But anyway, now let's go into some ideas here. That's, that's, I mean, that's everything. Yeah, okay. Let's go into some ideas here. Sure. I want to tackle the dumb one. Okay. What I think's dumb. Okay. Burke did it. Yeah. He's nine Which years old. Everyone, everyone still thinks that. Yeah. There's like a good chunk of this country that's like, yeah, Burke did it. Yeah, yeah. Nine years old. Yeah, he was kind of a weird kid. Weighs, what, 60 pounds? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. He was jealous for attention. He's going to carry that broad all the way down the stairs. Yeah, I don't know. And he's going to stun gunner. Yeah. What? Um, people think that, you know, maybe he was jealous because she was doing the pageant thing. Um, it would have been, you noted that she, they had, he had hit her before and maybe this time he hit her too hard. Mm-hmm. And um, also that maybe he was molesting her. Yeah. Those all came up. So they think, okay, well, Burke did it and then the, Parents are like, the parents, fuck, yeah, yeah. let's cover this up because you're not taking another kid away too. Right. Okay. Is it a possibility? Yes. Do I think Burke did it? No, not really. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that to be true. Yeah, I just think that's a little too neat for me. I mean, yes. it's a little too played out. It's like, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, you know. Um, what do you think about John and Patsy? What 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 do, you, what do you think? What do I think happened? Give me what you think happened, and then I'm gonna give you what I think happened. Okay. Um. If there was some the problem, okay, the problem I have with uh, the theory that they did it is there's no motivation. 
Right. What's and there's two male DNA. Right. So um, if John was included, there had to be somebody else. Yeah, and again, like it's also should be noted it was not tested. semen. Just roll, roll. Right, but they tested his DNA and it was did not, not match yeah, either right. of those male's so, DNA. So like the thing is like there's no there's no up there's no upside to no. the family killing her. Yeah. Right? I mean other than just being psychotic or a psychopath, which I really kind of think he is. Yeah. But I mean I'm sorry, man, like your daughter's dead. Yeah. No emotion is seems weird. Yeah, pretty weird. But <clears throat> some of the things were weird that that same day uh he calls to make sure that the pilot's still ready to go fly to on on vacation. Yeah, it's weird. You know, bit. that that's a little weird, like your daughter just died. What the fuck? You're not going. Be lawyered up so quick. Yeah, you're not leaving. Yeah. Um. You know, but there, but there's no, there, there's no motivation there to me. No. There's no, there's no reason yeah, that why? mom, mom and dad would do this. Yeah. Right. For that matter, there's really no reason that son would do this. And if if dad did it, he had to have two. Well. We assume he had to have two other males there because there's DNA on the inside of her underwear that she was wearing, mm-hmm. right? So like the DNA. Okay, let me look, let me clear this up before you go on. The DNA on her. Are we? I mean, that has to be of the people that were there that night, right? Yeah, the family's rich. They're not gonna let their their kids wear the same clothes without cleaning them. One would think. Now they were at the party, and she went straight to bed. Maybe something happened at that party. I mean, yeah, Maybe. that's possible. Yeah. And um, it's just a coincidence that she got murdered that night? Maybe. Yeah, that's weird. It's that, weird. That's you're right. You're fucking weird. right. It's weird. But weird things happen. Uh, yeah. So there was the theory that um, that friend of theirs, Santa Claus, did it. Yeah. But he got cleared super quick because yeah. he, he had, like, heart surgery before that and couldn't really, you know. So what do you think happened? I think that someone was in the house when they got home. Yep. And sitting there waiting. Yeah. I think there was plenty of time for them to be able to walk through the house. Yep. Get an idea of what they wanted to do. I think they wrote the note before they ever got home. Yep. Um, I have a theory that, well, I heard somebody talk about the fact that uh, that suitcase was upstairs they didn't leave their suitcase in the basement. And they and would that, be using the suitcase that day, right? Would well, maybe. Cool, but maybe. Um, that they wanted to initially, that person did want to take her mm-hmm. and couldn't get out the window because that was too big to fit through that window. With her, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to put her in there and slide her out the window. Right. Um, but I don't know why you just wouldn't walk out a door if that was the case. Alarm system? I Never, uh, never a peep about an yeah, alarm me, system yeah. on that house. Yeah. No. So, um, I think that the killer was in the house, mm-hmm. had plenty of time uh, to do whatever they wanted to do, mm-hmm. uh, scope the joint out. I think um, the note's weird based on what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why you write a note and then kill her in the house. Mm-hmm. 
I don't, maybe something went wrong. Something went wrong. Yeah. Uh, maybe initially it was a money thing. Yep. And, uh, and then Shit went wrong. kids, kids are kids. Yeah. And let me tell you something, man. Kids are fucking resilient. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she woke up and they had to think quick or whatever, you know? Who knows? Let me tell you what I think. And I'm right on. I'm literally right on with you. I think that with the 1,500 people that went through that house, I think that you had somebody that was probably saw her before. Maybe around town, maybe one of these pageants. Fucking weirdos. And I say two. Weirdos. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were probably there on the twentieth when they did that walkthrough. Right. And they already had they already had a basic layout. Alright, I got you. It would be very, very easy to, for them to be like overhear them saying talking about a Christmas party they were going to on the twenty third or the twenty fifth after Christmas. Shit, there was probably a calendar laying there. Oh, William's Christmas party, 25th, 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's very plausible. Sure. Cool. They're going to be gone. All right. I think two men went into the house while they left for that Christmas party. Through that basement door. Window. That's what I meant. Window. I, what I don't, <laughs> what I don't have an explanation for is how the door was locked from the other side. Because they didn't go out the front door because everything was still locked. The door that was locked from that side was not the door that the window was in. Right, but you couldn't get... You can't... If you were... If you had come through that way, unless they... You had to have that door open. She had to get down there somehow. You can't now close that door. That smells so bad. And lock it from the other side and leave out the basement. The door that was locked wasn't the door to the basement though. It was the it door was to the door. room she was in. Right. So Oh, oh, it wasn't the same door, is what you're saying. Right. What I'm saying is the window was in another spot. The window was in okay. the main part of the basement. And Gotcha, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Okay. So I think two males roll up when they leave. They enter the house through the basement. Yep. They stay there. They come home. They wait. She goes to bed. Everyone goes to bed. They wait. The pineapple thing, the only explanation I have for that is that... Kids will be kids. She came down for pineapple. She Mm -hmm. came down for something to eat. Right. And they were like... Fuck, she's here. Fuck. (laughs) Which would explain why there was no uh, uh, hassle in the bedroom. Yeah, why the bed was just... Normal. Normal, yeah. They had written that note and had plenty of time to author the fucking longest note in criminal justice history mm-hmm. because they were gone for four hours. Right. Now, they stay there. <laughs> she comes down for pineapple, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, we don't have to go upstairs now. Mm-hmm. Got her. I think that the original plan was to kidnap her. Mm-hmm. So, I think that they dropped the note. Now, if they were there during that thing, they might have seen them coming up and down that back stairwell. Maybe. Throw the note there. Sure. And they're like, now they're like, 
now she's come to them and they're like, shit. Like now our plans, our OODA loop is thrown off, if yeah, you will. I will. And they say, fuck, there's the note on the stairs. Yeah. They'll, they're going to realize the daughter's gone anyways. They're going to find this fucking note. Mm-hmm. And they fucking grab her and they're going to take her out the same way they came in. And I think this is where it went wrong because I think it was a kidnapping. And I think she probably started to get loud. She was obviously scratching. And I think one of them went a little too hard. Shut her up mm-hmm. and cracked her. Right. And then they were like, shit, she's dying. Right. Or, yeah, in their opinion, might already be dead. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Yeah, and we don't know. Maybe they fashioned that choking thing while the parents were gone. Obviously. Could have been. And they were like, she was yelling. They said, shut up. Wrap this thing around her neck. She's scratching. Doesn't work. Crack. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, fuck. We didn't want to kill her. We just wanted to take her for the money. Let's bounce. Right. They're not going to take a dead body. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Here, here's the. Unfortunately, like we could go forever with this because there's yeah. so many different, like so many different theories. But I have the last page, the last yeah. half page. So, what about John saying that he's the one that broke the window a months months earlier? Yeah, and I just don't know. never got it fixed, even though he's worth millions. It's yeah. fucking weird. He's the one that walks downstairs and almost immediately finds his daughter. Uh, that those two things are super weird. They're very weird. Uh, but maybe maybe just coincidental. I don't fucking know. What about the two guys? What about the two dudes? I'm gonna tell fucking... you about those two guys. Okay. I also don't have an explanation for the DNA inside them. Like, they were super creepy and they got a little weird too. Yeah. <laughs> As Dude. you're trying to fucking kidnap somebody out of a house quietly in the yeah. middle of the night. Yeah, you're not going to take... The, I'm going to say this, and I, I don't mean to be... You're not going to take the time to try and fuck this chick. Not in the fucking house. No. And they found um, wood splinters that, again, aren't conclusive that it came from that paintbrush. God. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. That's super weird, man. Is it just a weird coincidence that maybe she was getting sexually assaulted before this? Well, here's... A, yeah, so there is that... Like I said, there was that undertone kind of... Yeah, with weirdo fucking dad. Yeah, with weirdo dad or maybe brother. Or who knows. But whatever. Yeah. Fucking creepy shit goes on in these fucking pageant things, man. Yeah. A lot of really... And what did we say before? We said on a podcast a very long time ago, when you're rich, you got to make up new fun. Remember? Yeah, when people are super rich... I'm going to say something fucked up right now. But it is not above the realm of possibility, because we've seen it happen before... That this fucking dad was having two other dudes molest his daughter. Right. Yeah. It's uh, look, man. And I only say that because it's happened. Right. I mean, Harvey Weinstein did some fucked up shit because he was super fucking rich. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weird shit that happens when you're when yeah. you're. Let's talk about the, we've been going for a long time. Let's talk uh, about the other two guys. Okay. There were two other suspects for the DA's investigative guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was Mr. Michael Helgoth. Mr. Michael Helgoth, two months into the investigation, the DA, um, with help from the FBI, of course, um, decided to institute some scare tactics, um, releasing that they had narrowed it down to just a few suspects and would have the killer very soon because uh, they had all the evidence, DNA and everything. Right, right, right. The 
the, the DA and the FBI told the parents at this time, they said, we're going to look for somebody to be committing suicide or turning themselves in within mm-hmm. the next couple of days. They told them this. The following day, 26-year-old man was found dead by suicide, uh, dot, 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 Clintons. Uh, the next day mm-hmm. in Boulder, Colorado. Right. He was found in his trailer park home. Right. Sitting, which he might not have lived in Boulder. No, it was, uh, it was yeah, he's like Longmont area, I think, or something. Yeah. Um, sitting in his chair. Now, you guys have the picture of me on here on this. Listen to me carefully. Sitting in his chair with a pillow under his left arm. Right. Okay? He's right-handed. He's right-handed. The gun on the floor on his left side. Right. The autopsy shows that the bullet went in through his left shoulder, left armpit, excuse me, and ended up or exited by his right armpit. Right. And he used the pillow as a suppression suppression device because there's a hole in it. Right. And this was marked down as a suicide. He, the autopsy also showed, that judging by the trajectory, it would have been him reaching around with his right hand. Because mm-hmm. the trajectory, you could not get the trajectory. It would be a downward trajectory if you held it with your left arm. Right. It was actually slightly up. Right. Out his other armpit. Right. And then he would also hold it in front of a pillow. Pretty weird. I wrote down Clinton's question mark. Yeah, his, yeah. So... Should be noted that you said earlier they found two sets of boot prints in that basement. Uh, Mr. Helgoth had the same brand of boots in his house. In his house, yes. Um, other print didn't have any identifiable markings on the bottom. Um, but he also was not a match for the DNA. Right. Either of them. Either of the male DNAs found. And it's so weird, like... I'll tell you what. I think Mr. Helgoth was there. I think it was and too. I think someone killed him. They made that, that thing, and he called the other guy and was like, "Fuck, dude, they're gonna get." I'm turning myself in. Right. And <laughs> other homeboy came in and said, "What? Bango." Right. Yeah, he was also talking to his buddy about how he was gonna make about fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, after, he had said sometime some weird after Christmas. Shit. Yeah. yeah, he had said some weird shit. So his buddy didn't want anything to do with it. Didn't want to yeah. know what was up. And then, yeah. And we come to Mr. John Mark Carr. He's a 40-year-old elementary school teacher. Was. <laughs> was, because yeah. he moved out of the States because he was going to be arrested for child pornography. Right. In 2002, Mr. John Mark Carr started emailing a journalist at the University of Colorado. Over 18 months, hundreds of emails were sent to this journalist using the alias Daxus. So the journalist had no idea what this guy's name was. He was mm. calling himself Daxus. The journalist goes to the DA with the emails that I wrote down that were consistent with some weird chomo shit about Joan Bonet. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the DA with it. This is 2002. This is six years later. Right. He continues to talk to this guy, Daxus. Um, however, the emails stop for a while and then start up again um, when Patsy was dying of ovarian cancer again. It came back. And she did end up passing away from it. Mm-hmm. When he started emailing again, 
after it had made the news that Patsy was going to pass away, um, the emails now went to a what they described as like a guilty tone mm-hmm. that that he wanted Patsy to know what happened before she died. Right. Okay. They can't trace the emails. Why? I have no fucking idea. Eventually, the journalist gets this guy to fucking call him. Dax says, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) So they set up fucking tap. Right. The call comes from where, bud? Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. Why? Because that's where weirdos go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they set up a sting operation for him there. They went all the way to Bangkok for this guy. Um, they take him into custody. Um, and he's now confessing that he killed her out of love. He had some right. weird drive for her. He killed her out of love. He also lived in Atlanta uh, at the same time the Ramseys did. Powerful hairdo, too. Powerful. But the DNA does not match, so he's released. Yeah. He wasn't from Boulder. He didn't live there. He was still from Atlanta. Um, and apparently it was batshit crazy, they said. <laughs> yeah, lived in Atlanta, uh, you know, through Bangkok. But yeah. So, I don't know. The Ramseys are fully exonerated in 2008. Patsy had already died when that happened. Um, here's what I think, why I think the story, I think. Nine months after the murder of Joan Benet Ramsey in Boulder, Colorado, there was a sexual assault. A family went to the movies... During that time, a man snuck into their house and hid for four hours while they were gone. The family comes home and goes to bed. The intruder hides an additional two hours after they all go to bed. He comes out and sexually assaults the daughter and attempts to kidnap her. The mom hears a struggle, comes in, and the intruder jumps out the window and is never seen again. The girl was also part of the same dance studio that Joan Bonet was part of. Hmm. Yeah. Goosebumps. That's weird. Yeah. Should be note also that the day before, which would have been Christmas Eve, the Christmas pageant, Joan had won a pageant that day. At that pageant, there was a man. He was standing very close to her and being as the worker the pageant described to us very weird. Fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know you. Um, He was questioned by the worker as to who he was. He said he was her father. Mm. And she was like, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. And that's where I left it. So, uh, yeah, I think killers were there. I think they've been scoping her through these pageants. I think that they opened their fucking house to everybody in the community, and they went. They got all the information they needed from walking around their fucking house all day. Right. They came back. Yeah, you know, it's it's so, like... Like those pageants bring some creepy fucks into the equation that you know you're just never gonna. It's inherent. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're, look, dude, I understand. Like that's your. That's you're your bringing. Hobby. You're bringing people. But if you're in. gonna get little girls together and dress them up, all this is what and parade them around. Yeah. And open it this for the public a, to come watch. It's a possibility. Uh, weirdos are gonna fucking show up. Right. It's unfortunate, but that's the world we live in. Yeah. Man. I mean, you know, it's an easy mark. That's where I'm at. Super easy mark. Yeah. Not as easy now that we have the internet, but 
No. It certainly was. Back then it was. Some heavy shit, man. I lived there. Like I said, I was uh, 18 years old. I was a senior in high school. And I lived about eh, about 40, 45 minutes away yeah. from Boulder, just north of Fort Collins. So, I mean, it was everywhere. Everywhere. I'm, you know, I bet it was. Obviously. Um, it was a weird deal. It was... And and then going through all this again, like, because uh, I kind of uh, <clears throat> grabbed some stuff and started listening to some stuff again to try and, you know, get mm-hmm. ready for the podcast. Brought all that shit back to light, too. So uh, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. It's the And again, my takeaway, my takeaway from all of it, obviously, other than the fact that, you know, they lost a child and that should have never happened is uh, like the cops so badly fuck this up. Boulder PD cost them the case. Right. And then did it again like nine months later with this one. Like, I mean, it's such a colossal fuck up. It's just so bad. It's almost like you couldn't even write this. No. Right. Because people wouldn't believe you. Because they wouldn't believe that this many things could go wrong yeah. within 24 hours of the opening up of an investigation. Yeah. It is phenomenal Yeah. how Look, badly man, they fucked this where up. Where I'm at, you know, I, w- I want so badly to know. Everybody does, I'm sure, obviously. And we're never going to. Maybe not. I don't think so. I don't. Think I, they just did recently reopen this case. Yeah. And with I everything mean, that we have There's been now, a couple times since then that they've said we have new evidence. Sure. And I mean, listen, you know, anytime you have uh, technology that comes out like CRISPR that like yeah. ma- invents stuff from nothing, that's fucking absolutely possible. It's just crazy to me that they can't match the DNA. And why was the DNA on the inside of her underwear? Did they really take the fucking time to get inside the inside of underwear? Hey, man, as as the uh, DNA database grows, you never know. Well, one of them's dead because he was in that trailer. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. The that's other guy, true. the other guy, I think, was just a fucking weirdo. That Mark guy or whatever the fuck his name was. I think he was just a weirdo that saw it and you know saw it all over the news. Sure. And yeah. Was like, fuck. Oh, I fucking killed. You know him. how many <laughs> fucking you know how many you know how many people fucking called in? Oh yeah. They, I mean, come on. Yeah. People are fucking nuts. We've already established that. So, I think that two or one of them is still out there. For sure one. For sure one. Yeah. Yeah. The DNA is the only thing throwing everything off for me. Yeah. And uh, again, it could be, I suppose, to your point, it could be a coincidence. Could be. It could be, you know, she was not shy. Yeah. She sat on a bunch of laps. Christmas. All kinds of Santas and shit. All kinds. Listen, that shit, trace evidence, that shit happens all the time. Yeah, and there's a lot of fucking weirdos. And there's a lot of fucking weirdos. Weird shit could have been happening. And it could all be coincidence that that happened, and then she was murdered that night. Sure. Oh, man. Crazy. I got nothing for you guys. Do your research. That's it. Look it up yourself. Let us know what you think. Tell us what you think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear that. I want to hear being done talking because yep. it's been two hours and 40 minutes. It's a long time. That's yeah. a Joe Rogan podcast right there. You're welcome. Woo! <laughs> well, guys, 
That's all I got. That's all I got. Follow us on Instagram. And until then. That's the end! Oh. Till next week! Yeah!